Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Welcome to the podcast. Live from a basement in Dubuque, Iowa. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. 30 minutes from the Field of Dreams and four hours from the closest professional sports team. It's not a lie if you believe it. On the banks of the Mississippi River. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I you. It's the Degenerate Sports Betting Show with Matthew Friedman. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. And now your host, Matthew Friedman. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Friedman, Matt F. The Oracle. Welcome to the Degenerate Sports Betting Show, brought to you by Best TV and presented by the FTN Network, where you can get all the season-long and daily fantasy and sports betting content your degenerate heart desires, including my fantasy football write-ups and all of my NFL sides, totals, and player props. Use the highly original promo code FREEDMAN for 20% off of your FTN Network subscription. That is FREEDMAN for 20% off at FTN. Thanks for checking out our new show. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel for Bets TV and rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. All right, it is Tuesday, a day of transition, looking back at Monday Night Football, looking ahead to the coming week. Producer Tom, Thomas Viola, my sidekick on the controls, connoisseur of pasta, long-suffering Jess fan Tom. Let's get started with Monday Night Football. Well, Matt, unfortunately for our bets, the Eagles did not really show up for us. But fortunately for you, that means that the Cowboys did get a win. 41 to 21, easily covering the three and a half, the four, any number that you got. Cowboys covered that. The total sales over 62 points scored on the night. Never really a doubt about that. These teams, when they meet, they throw out all the defense. Dak Prescott goes 21 to 26 for 238 with three TDs. Zeke rushes for 95 yards and two touchdowns. And Jalen Hurts, 25 to 39 for 326, two TDs, two INTs, under 54 and a half rushing yards, unfortunately, for our player prop there. Eagles running backs had just three carries. That feels like a stat of note for some. Uh, it was a pass-happy game from them, and I don't know, puts a little bit of a dent in the Jalen Hurts MVP train. Oh, so, I mean, Jalen Hurts, he was, after after not winning in week two, there was no way he was winning MVP. But still, fantasy-wise, he's he's been a, an MVP. Um, it is a little painful for us with our prop that he didn't get to uh, to the over. We'll, we'll talk about that. The Cowboys were 3-0 against the spread. I, I don't know what to make of this. I honestly don't. Uh, I'm I'm waiting for this Cowboys team to uh, to kick me in the crotch. I'm I'm not getting my hopes up for them as a fan, but uh, they did easily cover. Um, this offense is legit. I mean, we know that they are top ten in yards passing, in yards rushing. They're number three overall in yards per drive. I'm still worried about this defense. This defense is not good. They are number thirty one in overall yards allowed in passing, but they're number one in interceptions. Number 31 in yards allowed per drive, 
number one in total turnovers. This defense is living on luck right now. And as a Cowboys fan, it terrifies me. And as a sports better, it just makes me feel like these Cowboys are overrated, that people are going to be looking at their record, looking at their offense, looking at their opportunistic defense, looking at their against the spread record and thinking these Cowboys are for real. And maybe they are. Maybe I just have this pessimistic perspective because I'm a Cowboys fan. All right, I'll just I'll admit that. Like I I'm not likely to be objective in this instance. But knowing that this is a team that is living on turnovers and still letting the other team get a ton of yards, regardless of whatever metric you're using per drive, per play, whatever, this Cowboys defense is giving up yards. That is predictive. That is sticky. Turnovers, they come and go. So it feels as if this is a Dallas team that is poised to disappoint in the future. I, I doubt they can keep up this this kind of turnover pace given how bad they are defensively. So I'm still dubious on them as a team to bet on despite their 3-0 record to this point. This combination of high-scoring offense and really generous defense. However, this is very good for us as betters because it means the over is predictive, right? So I'm going to continue I am imagining continue to bet these overs in the Cowboys games. The Eagles, I'm still intrigued by them. Uh, Top eight on offense and defense in yards per drive. You know, they're, they're one and two. It's not great, but they do intrigue me. They still intrigue me. Jalen Hurts with the rushing prop we talked about. The under finally hit. Whatever. Fine. Take the L. Maybe that means that his prop is lower this week than it was last week. And then we bet it again. Okay. This number is still in the markets going to be too low. All right. He also hit the over on his carry prop. So that's positive. Uh, and then in the FTM bets tracker, I also had the over on Tony Pollard, seven and a half carries that easily hit. So overall for Monday night football, looking at sides and totals one and one didn't get there on the side, got there on the total. And on props, two and one. I'll take it. I needed one more Zeke or Miles Sanders carry. Either running back needed one more carry, and I would have been fine in my fantasy game. But alas, it is time to bury Monday night, Matt. We are on to Tuesday, and that means it is time to look ahead by looking back with some week three trends from our good friend Benny Riccardi over on FTN. Let's take a look. He has a great article up today with trends that you want to know entering week four. And one of the big ones is underdogs against the spread, specifically three teams who are winless as dogs against the spread. Yes. God bless Benny Ricciardi, who is doing the Lord's work early in the week, every week with these betting articles that he's putting out at FTN Bets. Because I'll just say, and people know this about me, I am notoriously lazy. Maybe we'll say I like to streamline my research, whatever it is. It is great that Benny puts these articles out early in the week so that I can look at them, read them, refer to them, and use them, repurpose them for my own audio content. It's it's fantastic stuff. And one of the great nuggets that Benny has, has woven throughout these pieces, the trends pieces specifically, the dominance of dogs 
early in the year. In week three, underdogs won seven games. They were nine and seven against the spread. That means for the year, underdogs are 30 and 18 against the spread. Now, despite this trend, there are three teams right now that are winless as underdogs against the spread. And I think it's worth looking at these teams in more depth to think about, are these are these representative records for these teams? Are these teams that we can continue to bet against? The Jets, 0-3 against the spread. Tom, sorry about that. The Jags, 0-2 against the spread. The Bears, 0-2 against the spread. We talked about the Jets on last week's show. I think it's worth doing a quick recap. They're bad on offense. Hey, who, who would have expected that they would be bad on offense? Uh, number 30 in the league with 4.1 yards per play. They're bottom five in the league on offense in starting field position. Time, plays, yards, and points per drive. Not good. Very much not good. Number 30 with seven turnovers on offense. On defense, they're better. They're number 22 with 5.4 yards allowed per play, but number nine in both plays and yards allowed per drive, number 13 in points allowed per drive. Of course, the defense is dead last in opponent's starting field position, mostly because of turnovers from the offense. So the defense is always starting behind the eight ball. Um, but the defense is intriguing, maybe starting to get a little bit better, not horrible. The offense is horrible. I view the Jets as a team to bet against. They have nothing on offense and not quite enough on defense. Uh, we should continue for the rest of the year to see them as underdogs in almost every game, if not every game. And uh, until the market adjusts appropriately, I think they are still a team to target. Um, the Jags, 0-3 straight up and 0-2 uh, against the spread. I just got to say, this team is a pleasure to bet against. Like, I literally get pleasure every time I bet against them and then I watch them lose. It, it's great. They are so bad. Just good enough to make it interesting in the first half and then bad enough in the second half to make sure that you win your bet. It, it's wonderful. On offense, Number 24 with 5.1 yards per play. That's livable, right? That's like, you're not horrible. You're just not yet mediocre. You're on that borderline. But they're number 32 with a league worst nine turnovers on offense. And a lot of that is Trevor Lawrence, you know, young rookie quarterback who probably isn't being supported in the offensive system in the way that he needs to. Maybe he's being asked to do too much. Maybe when the team gets down, he starts pressing a little more, forcing passes that results in interceptions. Whatever it is, I don't think it's going to get much better. It's uh, it's it's a real problem, and it seems like it's something that will probably be a characteristic of this team moving forward. They're bottom five in starting field position and time plays and points per drive, just like the Jets. On defense, they're number 28 in yards allowed passing. Number 29, which is one turnover forced. Number 25 with 6.1 yards allowed per play. On defense, this is bad. I mean, they are they are very bad. They're worse on defense, maybe, than they are on offense. But you put it to come together, the combination of subpar play on offense and defense, and that makes them, in my opinion, very exploitable still in the betting market. People know that the Jags are bad. I still don't know if the betting market appreciates just how bad this Jags team is. And then we have the Bears. 
Owen two is underdogs and they've, they've come by this record. Honestly, right. Last week in Justin Fields first start, they had just one net passing yard. When you include sack yardage head coach, Matt Nagy has no idea what to do with Justin Fields. Also, I'll just say he doesn't even know how to pronounce his last name. He doesn't know if it's Nagy or Nagy. If a guy doesn't know how to pronounce his last name, he should not be an NFL coach. That's a rule moving forward. After his first year in Chicago, Nagy has regressed, uh, horrendously regressed, or at least we could say he has failed to develop into the head coach that showed real promise in managing Mitchell Trubisky in his first year in Chicago, right? Like Nagy was great, legitimately great his first year in Chicago, especially against the spread, but also great in terms of just navigating Trubisky and making him for that one season look like an actual quarterback. And because of that promise he showed in his first year with the Bears, that's why he's still with the organization. But it seems as if that one year, something of a mirage. Because since then, he is 23-12-1. Let me rephrase that. People who are betting against Nagy since then are 23-12-1 against the spread. I mean, he is just a guy. He is a guy to bet against. And that spills over to the team. On offense, the Bears are number 32 in the league with 3.3 yards per play. Also number 32 in yards per drive, number 31 in points per drive and points per game. The defense is not bad. It's not the great unit that people thought it would be, but it's, it's average. It's number 16 with 5.7 yards allowed per play, number 17 in yards allowed per drive. If the Bears can figure out what they are doing on offense, then the defense should be good enough to keep them competitive, good enough to allow them to cover some games. But I'm not encouraged by what we've seen so far out of Justin Fields within this offense. It feels like, I mean, I'm, I'm not excusing Justin Fields entirely. It feels like more of a scheme coaching system than a Justin, a, a scheme coaching problem than a Justin Fields problem. Um, but Justin Fields, I mean, we have to admit, he hasn't looked good either. Um, he hasn't had the downfield explosive passing. He hasn't had the rushing. It's not good either way. So I'm not encouraged by what we've seen on offense. I'm not really uh, positive. I'm not inclined to believe that they will be able to fix some of these offensive problems. And so for now, in my mind, that makes the Bears a team to bet against. And I think you should be sure to check out the rest of Benny's article at FTN Bets. Tom, what article are we talking about next? Well, we talked about some ATS records. Now it is time to talk about some totals. And quite frankly, we're just promoting a whole lot of Benny on this podcast this morning because that man is doing amazing work, like yes. you said. He's got another article out tracking ATS and over-under records. And we hit on a couple overs, like you talked about. But there were a lot. there are a lot of under teams that are worth looking at so far this season, Matt. Yeah, so in week three, the under was 12-4. and four. Which I mean, come on, that's uh, that's painful it's because I know people love rooting for overs. They love seeing points. People don't want to root for the absence of something. Like no one watched a football game and was like, you know what? I'm glad we didn't see that many completed passes in this game. Not many yards, not many points. What a wonderful experience. No one wants to root for unders. 
And I think that tends to create some value in the market. We saw that in week three. And I'll just say anecdotally, not anecdotally, but to the side, tangentially, it makes it all the more incredible that we did hit when we bet the over this past week that we did hit on the right overs, Bucks, Rams, Cowboys, Eagles. I want to look quickly at the teams that are 0-3 in their over-under record. So teams that have hit the under in every game so far this year. There are seven of them. We have the Steelers, the Panthers, the Saints, Broncos, the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Jets. Tom, Tom, you're lowly, lowly Jets. All right. I want to look at some general, general trends for these seven teams. And all of this makes sense. If you were just to think about, hey, what's the kind of team that would have the under hit in all of its games so far? You would probably expect a team that maybe has a good defense and a team that isn't that great on offense. That's what we see in the numbers. These teams are good at defense by and large. They're in the top 12 in yards allowed per play. The Panthers are number one. Broncos are number two. Patriots number seven. Saints number eight. Jets number 11. So five of the seven teams are in the top 12 in yards allowed per play. And then the other two remaining teams aren't all that far outside of the top 12. And then these teams are mediocre at best at offense. Almost all of them are outside of the top 12. And some of them are pretty far down the board. The Jets, number 30 in uh, in yards per play on defense. Uh, sorry, on offense. The Saints are number 29. The Patriots, 27. The Steelers, 26. I mean, there we go. We've got four teams right there that are all in the bottom 10. Then, the, then you have the Panthers at number 14, the Chargers at number 13, the Broncos at number 12. So not one of these teams has a top 10 offense in yards per play. All of that makes sense. Uh, I think that these rankings, the three weeks of data that we have, I think at this point, they're fairly predictive of what we're likely to see moving forward for most of these teams. You know, I think you look at a team like the Broncos, number two in yards allowed per play. Yeah, they have a legit defense. They have some great cornerbacks. They can get after the passer. And then you look at what they're doing on offense, number 12. Like, yeah, they're they're good on offense. Like, they're efficient. They're not making mistakes. That's probably going to be the type of offense that they have moving forward. Not a great offense, but an offense that is good enough. That's the kind of team that I think more often than not, from this point to the end of the season, will have games that tend to the under. So I expect that the game totals for these teams, it will move down. Eventually, it will catch up to where these teams are. But right now, these seven teams are ones I'm going to be looking at. Teams that I might target a little bit more on unders. I think that this market for these teams is probably going to be exploitable for another two to three weeks before the market for the lines really catch up to where these teams are. So something to keep an eye on. These teams that are perfect to the under so far, I I will probably be looking to bet some unders on these teams. Next up on our list, power rankings. It's time to talk about some teams that have moved up the list, some teams that have moved down the list, and take a wild guess 
at who has their list of power rankings out for us to talk about, Matt. Yeah, it's uh, it's our guy, Benny Ricciardi, again, doing wonderful work at FTM Bets. Uh, if not for Benny putting these articles out early in the week, I don't know what I would be talking about. These These articles are a great touchstone. So looking at the power rankings, I want to talk about the teams that stand out to me in the top 10 right now. And let's start with the top three. The Bills are number one. And then you have the Rams, number two. The Buccaneers, number three. So Josh Allen, we talked about him last week. The Bills were number three in our power rankings. And I said, what he has done so far is not representative of the guy that he was last year. And so there's going to be some regression that comes. The question is, is he going to regress positively to the guy he was last year? Or is he going to be sort of like an average of the guy he was last year and the less accurate passer he was the year before? Right now, based on what we saw in week three, it looks like he might go all the way back or pretty close to the guy he was in 2020. The Bills are number four in points scored, also number four in points allowed. And, you know, that's kind of the hallmark of having a defensive head coach who's pretty good and then has an offensive coordinator who is allowed to do whatever he wants, right? Both sides of the ball are playing well. Now, we must say they have benefited from some very soft quarterback matchups early in the year. Ben Roethlisberger in week one. I mean, Roethlisberger, he should have retired. I'm not saying he's the worst starting quarterback in the league because there's probably someone worse than him. But out of the veterans, out of the guys who have no future, like Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, those guys have futures, right? Even maybe Tua Tagovailoa, he has a potential future. Roethlisberger has no future, right? He's just a guy who has a past. Out of all of the guys who have no upward trajectory, Roethlisberger's the stone worst right now. So easy matchup that they had in week one, easy matchup they had in week two, going against Tua Tagovailoa, who was injured, got injured in the game, and then Jacoby Brissett, the backup. And then in week three, backup Taylor Heineke. So they've had a really easy string of quarterback matchups. We have to see if the dominance that they've exhibited on defense so far, if that extends when they have a real quarterback that they are facing. But they certainly belong in the top three. The Rams are number two. They're legit, right? They just beat the Buccaneers, beat them pretty convincingly. And it was surprising to see that they had an actual home field advantage in Los Angeles. I, I guess that's what happens when you you win enough games for enough years, eventually you establish a home field advantage. Uh, I am, I should say though, a little bit worried about that defense. They are top heavy in skill. It's not as if it's a defense that is stacked all across the board. It's really a defense that is predicated on the talent of a few guys. And unlike what we saw last year, it's it has been a very bend but don't break type of unit. They are number 31 and 32 
in time and plays allowed per drive. Number 27 in yards allowed per drive. Those are really troubling numbers, but they're number 10 in points allowed per drive. So that's, I mean, that's a hallmark of a bend but don't break offense. What kind of scares me is that it means that they have to be really good in the red zone, really good on defense within the 10-yard line to make their their system viable. And it means that if you have someone screw up on just a couple plays per game, that could be a swing of 10 to 14 points. So it's a fragile, it's a fragile way of doing things defensively. So I I would just want to kind of caution this team looks great, especially on offense. Matthew Stafford, it's like he has a perfect mind meld with his head coach right now. That offense is great. Defensively, I think they're a little more vulnerable than the market might appreciate. But based on what they've done, it does feel reasonable to put them in the top two. And maybe they figure out some of their defensive issues as the season progresses. And then the Bucks at number three. They're the defending champions, still two and one, number one in the league in points scored. Yeah, they they deserve to be in the top three. Right now on defense, they are not living up to their reputation. However, they also have endured a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Now without two of their starting cornerbacks, that is something to monitor. But when they are healthy, and it's not as if these guys are out for the year when they are healthy, I mean... They still are favored against almost everyone. So that's the top three, which means that the Chiefs have fallen out of the top three. And I think that's warranted at this point. The offense is still good, right? Number four in the league with 6.6 yards per play. This is a team that can move the ball at will, but they have been careless with the ball so far. They're number 29 in the league with six turnovers. That's that's pretty bad. Now, Turnovers can be fluky. It feels like the kind of thing that they can and will clean up. And so I'm not too worried about their offense. And if not for these turnovers, they would probably be 3-0. and And people would be like, yeah, the Chiefs, business as usual. But they have turned the ball over, and so they're 1-2. And, and the defense is bad. There's, there's no way of sugarcoating that. The defense is horrible. Number 32 in the league with seven yards allowed per play. They're just getting shredded in the secondary, and they do not have the pass rush at this point to be able to give their secondary some help. So this defense is a massive liability, and I I don't think it's going to get significantly better as the season progresses. You know, there's a saying, good teams win, great teams cover. Chiefs are one and two straight up and 0-3 and against the spread. They're still a good team. Uh, they're not playing like it right now. They're especially not playing like a great team. One more team that stands out in our top 10. You know, the, the other teams in the top 10, the, the typical teams that you would think of if you're coming up with a list of the top 10 teams in the league. But one new addition to our top 10, the Cardinals. And I love this. Kyler Murray is now the MVP front runner at DraftKings at plus 750. You look across the market, 
most sports books, he is now the front runner for MVP. The Cardinals are three and zero. They've had some luck to get to three and zero. Okay, yeah, they've they've had some decent matchups, but they're three and zero since last season. And Murray's healthy games, his twelve healthy games, right before the shoulder injury, the Cardinals are nine and three. That's that's uh, legitimate. Like that's that's a real record that you have to respect. On offense, they're number two with 6.8 yards per play, number 12 in yards per drive. On defense, they're number 12 with 5.4 yards allowed per play, number 12 in yards per drive. Like They have some balance, right? This is not a, a defensive unit. Seemingly so far, we, we have to see what happens as the season progresses. But to this point, this has been a defensive unit that the other team can't roll over. And if you have a team that has an explosive offense, one of the best offenses in the league that is quarterbacked by one of the best playmakers in the league. And you complement that with a defense that is good enough. That team, that team can compete. That team can compete and make a deep playoff run, maybe contend for a Super Bowl. They are held back. No question about this. They are held back by head coach Cliff Kingsbury, who is not great at in-game management or at devising schemes. He's pretty unoriginal, actually, with what they're doing in the passing game. The running game, they're doing some really interesting things. They've had great success there. It helps when you have Kyler Murray, who can put pressure on the defense. But in the passing game, they're pretty unoriginal. They have DeAndre Hopkins on one side, and he just stays there for like 90% of the game. They have A.J. Green on the other side, on the right side, and he just stays there, right? They're not really doing anything inventive with moving their guys around the formation, scheming them open. It's just, hey, we have players who can win. We have players who are better than the defenders they're going against. Let's just trust that they're going to make plays. You know, that that works in the regular season. It's probably harder to to have that formula for success in the postseason when the other team has actual defenders and has maybe innovative defensive coordinators who can scheme against what you're doing. But it's working. It's working right now. It's working in the regular season. Not thrilled with the fact that Cliff Kingsbury is not doing more with the weapons that he has but they have to be in the top 10. They totally deserve to be in the top 10. So yeah, check out the rest of Benny's power rankings at FTN bets. Now, Matt, would you say that it might be worth looking at a Cardinal Super Bowl future? Because if you go over to our prop shop on FTN bets, you can see that they are currently at 35 to one at DraftKings. Yeah. Uh, I am. I'm getting some exposure. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm biting the bullet, but I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on this team. Um, not a ton of exposure, but at 35 to one, I mean, they are in our power rankings in the top 10 in the market well outside of the top 10. So I do think that there's some value here and this will be a bet after we get done recording the show that I put in the bet tracker. I mean, at 35 to one, you can only be so wrong. Yes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the logic there. Now, another player in terms of some player props, the most receiving yards market, you can get DJ Moore at 25 to one right now. And you like that. I do. Um, 
I normally don't like to reinvest in guys uh, when I've already invested in them. So I have from the preseason a 40 to one ticket on DJ Moore to lead the league in receiving. Normally, I just like to sort of let it sit. But I think this number is too low. 25 to one, given what we have seen through three weeks, this number is too low. Uh, He has 285 yards. That's number eight. And now think about the situation we have moving forward. No Christian McCaffrey for at least a week, probably multiple weeks. And so that could mean more targets for DJ Moore, right? And he's continuing to build on his, his chemistry with quarterback Sam Darnold. Think of it this way. Darnold has been in that system for only three games. Darnold might get better. And the chemistry that DJ Moore has with Darnold, that might improve. So we have a guy with 285 yards already who might be better for the next 14 games than he was for the first three, right? And he's getting the opportunities. He's tied for number six in the league with 31 targets. He's just three off of the lead league that Devontae Adams has at 34. Given that he's getting... 10.3 targets per game, given that that number actually might increase with no Christian McCaffrey in the offense, given the talent that he already has displayed to this point in his career, given that he's still young and still ascending, he's just entering his prime at the age of 24. Given all of that, I love, I love this bet at 25 to one. So again, after the show, this is another bet I will be putting in the bet tracker. Now, Matt, where can people go to find all of the awesome content that you are putting out each and every day? All right. You can find the content at FTN Network on Friday. I publish the fantasy football breakdown on Thursday. I publish my best bets. And throughout the entire week, you can check out my NFL sides totals and player props in the FTN bet tracker. And of course, you can always use the highly original promo code Friedman for 20% off at FTN. All right, that is the show. Please subscribe to the Bets TV channel on YouTube and rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. You can find me and Tommy V on Twitter at Matt at the Oracle and TV at work. Thanks for joining us and see you next episode. episode please leave us a review on itunes the general insurance presents shower ballads by shack and i'm gonna keep Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. I don't want to sleep. I just want to For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with The General. Some restrictions apply.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Alter Ego Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Austin. With me, as always, is the Cyborg. Hola. How are you, buddy? I'm pretty good. Mr. Ryan, what's the word over there? I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Woo! I can see it. He actually is. That's a fact. How you doing, baby? Oh, I'm just great. She's not great. Nope. It's because your steer is lost. Oh, no. Oh, let's... Come on. This isn't a time or place. <laughs> the He's one always... time you stay with us and don't go sing a national anthem somewhere, you're not in a good mood. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like maybe I should go and do that. Wow. (laughs) Well, folks, that's going to do it for Megan. (laughs) Just fade the music back in. Yeah, yeah. That's been the Alter Ego Podcast. All right, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) That's a small glimpse into your life. You know what? Why don't we have Megan sing the national anthem to open us up every week? Yeah, Yeah. we should. She can sing the Alter Ego song. We're real patriotic. What are the lyrics to this bitch? Make it up. To this song, you got to make it up. Yeah, go. Nerds, 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 nerds. <laughs> I, I oh really hope somebody takes that audio clip. <laughs> nerds, nerds, nerds. And we'll just throw it in there on the soundboard. This sounds like Why did every you say once nerds in a while. So many times. Nerds. <laughs> comics, nerds, dorks, comics, things, Marvel, DC, Newsy. <laughs> wow. Ryan, you get a gold star for that idea, buddy. <laughs> I don't have. I gotta Anywho. write. I gotta write shit down. I can't on the whim do that. Oh, you got some homework for next week then. Yeah, I do. You're gonna sing us. Hey, <laughs> that's the first time we ever got to the end at the beginning, at the beginning of the show. Of the yeah, show. right, right. Oh dear, that's Lord. a good sign. Yeah, you know what else is a good sign? Ford Supply Company <laughs> showing up with that sweet, sweet sponsorship. <laughs> This episode of Alter Ego is sponsored by Ford Supply Company, makers of all natural and organic soaps for men with scents like, what'd you get today? Today I got Gentleman, Norseman, Carver, and Outlaw. Carver, Mm. ladies and gentlemen. Pumpkin Spice is back. Is the pumpkin spiced bar of soap. We'll be placing an order. I just opened up my last bar of Carver. And you're gonna crack it get, open. Get me a coffee one. I'm gonna get too. you a coffee or death. I'm All probably right, gonna cool. get another gentleman. I just want to smell like coffee so I can feel better than everyone else. <laughs> well, that coffee hits hard. So uh, visit their website at FordSupply.com to order online and use promo code Alterigo to get ten percent off of your order. Ford soap, real soap. No bullshit. Thank you. Mm. Indeed. I put on the smooth voice for him. <laughs> Like it. To see what they think of Ford Supply. <laughs> think of commercials in your future. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I could do this Tony and Nell's commercial. You know what's so funny is like I I've read it so many times that you'd think I remember it by now, but I still I just feel so safe looking at the page. <laughs> you just like paper. Yeah, that's me. Uh, guys. I have a stack of paper that's almost as tall as the chair I'm sitting in right now, uh, with all my notes from past episodes and all that other stuff. It's our news archive. Yeah, but you know what I didn't archive? What's that? Tony and Nello's. Tony and Nello's Southern Italian Cuisine and Grills, a hidden gem that's family-owned and operated on the outskirts of St. Petersburg. At 1136 Pinellas Bayway, South Tierra Verde, Florida, this is a must-try. 
for a homemade Italian lunch or dinner. Just remember to bring your appetite because the portions are very generous. Call for a reservation today at 727-867-3577 and check out tonyanellos.edu. <laughs> Pizza classes. You ch- check out tonyanellos.gov <laughs> or .com, whatever. So, uh, yeah, we've got some more news here. Newsy, newsy, newsy. These seem to be going around. There's not a lot of things to sit and focus on, which kind of stinks. Although, as we're recording this here on Thursday, Nintendo Direct is happening, like, right Mm. now. Oh, word. So we'll have to go through that. We'll we'll talk a little bit about that later. But first in the news, uh, really, really slim uh, pickings from Marvel this week. But a couple of interesting things. Uh, the original Hulk movie starring um, Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim, Tim Roth played across him as Abomination. And he recently said, and I think this was sprung up from him appearing in Shang-Chi. He said he signed on to play Abomination to embarrass his kids. Huh? I was like, no, you didn't. You signed on because it was Marvel. You were going against the Hulk, and you were going to be the main villain. That's why you didn't you didn't sign up for a Marvel production just for a ha ha at your kids shits and gigs, right? I mean that doesn't make sense. I thought he signed up for money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they paid you, Tim. I don't know. They're I like, think he's. I think maybe he's a little uh, trying to act like he doesn't care because Abomination is clearly moving on without him. What do you think? Or do you think he will eventually come back? Wait, and, did he uh, did he played it in Shang Chi? Right? No, he did not. No, I don't believe so. Oh, that's I right because he didn't really Tim's, have any lines. He didn't have any. Say, lines. He didn't have any lines. That's why I was. Oh, so that's why he's all salty. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. I misheard that. I thought he did the motion capture. Or the that would be cool, but, but no, he probably didn't do it in the first one anyway. So. Um, I think he did do a lot of that. But let me look up Tim Roth and see the last thing he's been in because it wasn't changed. It was 2015. Think so? No. Well, I was about to I'm say, sure he's done just, something bad. I was like, were you just Googling something him? Something bad. Yeah, he's done some Amazon original series since then. I loved him in Reservoir Dogs. He was really good in that movie. That's true. I can't really shit on him that much. Um, He was good in Pulp Fiction. But, geez, those are two Tarantino movies. Yeah. It's really kind of... It's funny really when... really mess up a Tarantino movie. When somebody's recast, he's like, I didn't even want to do it in the first place. Yeah, 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 I just I, I did it to because it was embarrassing. Right, I did it because my kids were going to be like, "Oh, Dad, how dare you star in this uh, this huge production by Marvel?" <laughs> yeah, how dare you be Dang, so cool, loser? Yeah, my dad's so dumb. You're he such was a in nerd. he was in all these amazing movies. All right, so here we go. We got Tim Roth pulled up. Let's see what movies he's been in. A Dunkin' Donuts filmography. commercial. Oh, jeez. Most recently, he was Neil in the movie Sundown. Oh, shit! I Do take tell. it back. Do tell. Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. Abomination. Uncredited. Oh. Damn, he was uncredited even. That sucks. Maybe that's why he's salty. Maybe. He or, did have lines in that, though, I thought. No, he didn't. No, he, he just, just kind of sat grunts. there and yelled at He just at, grunted? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, maybe they said they, they got didn't... Tim Roth to come in and grunt in Shang Chi, or someone else grunted. <laughs> and it I, maybe was just either way. They had to expression. use his voice and then do like voice changing technology to it oh. to make it sound deeper and bigger as Emil Blonsky. 
So and is Tim Roth friends with Wong? Is Abominations Emil Blonsky now cool with Wong? <laughs> because he was like having the conversation, like I told you, you know, don't pull your punches. They yeah. seem like bros. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Abomination, a good guy though. I will not stand for that. No. Thunderbolts. Uh, who has the name Abomination and is yeah. a good guy? Exactly. Thunderbolts doesn't have Abomination, does it? I it thought could. that was Red Hulk. I mean, technically, no, it doesn't. Not. But I could see it lining up though. Mm, I don't know about all that. I don't know. No, the way they showed Emil Blonsky's military background, perhaps. But I still want to see the Red Hulk. Oh yeah. Only if he has a giant black mustache. He sh- he better. <laughs> it won't be Red Hulk without it. That's right. Absolutely right. They're going to chicken out. You know who's not chickening out? Tony and Nelson. Chickening out. Chickening out. Charlie Cox from Daredevil fame. Let's hope not. Well, first of all, he's playing the game with everybody, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm in... No way home. I don't know. That Is that was... just the thing they say now? Like, I, I don't think I'm in it. I can't right. quite remember. Well, that's cool. I, I think I'm in it. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> I'll never tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> Maybe I'm in it. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> he says he wants to see John Bernthal reprise his role as the Punisher in the MCU. Yeah, everybody does. Says he doesn't know who could do it better. And to me, I was like, who could do it better? No one. Than John Bernthal. And I just started thinking about actors, and I was like, I wonder who really could straight up go Punisher and and do it better than him. Steven Seagal. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I could see a really obese Punisher flipping people and eating carrots with a ponytail. Jason Seagal? <laughs> From how I met your mother. Pulled, yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah. That'll go well. I just ring back Charlie Cox. I think Barn, back Burn, John Bernthal. Bernthal's good. Bring uh, them all back. Just throw Danny Rand off a bridge. Da- yeah. Get Danny Rand from another universe. It's so weird. I'm watching Game of Thrones right now. Yeah. All the way through for the first time. I'm right. in season four. Yeah. And he's You're in only it. like years yeah. behind the rest of the world. I know. Because I, I just went, I don't know this for a long time. Because I watched season one and went, eh. I can feel that. But I, I'm. We know you I've can. Worked my way around. Yeah. I've changed my mind. So you've seen the red wedding. I just saw the red wedding like two episodes ago, so, like two yeah, days ago. You're stuck now. Yeah, I'm in. But it's funny seeing him on that show, and I went, that son of a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. how can? How, oh. He's the immortal Iron Fist protector of Kunlun. Uh This is a tangent I go on all the time, so I'm just gonna pull out. I don't know. I was thinking actually about this right now, and Rob Stark, if he wasn't playing in Eternals, and you gave him straight jet black hair, I could mm-hmm. see him doing it. Yeah, he's he maybe's a little too British to do it. I don't know. There's no such thing as being too British. Who did Jon Snow play? They Kid don't Harrington. enunciate British, do they? British. British. Who's in, British. Who's in Eternals? Rob Stark or Jon Snow? Is it? Yeah. What about Jon Snow? Yes, both. both. Yeah, they both are. Oh. Yeah, Jon Snow is playing the Black Knight, I think, is the rumored person he's going to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It should be interesting. And naturally, Rob Stark is one of the Eternals. I don't know which one he is. I forget what which one he is. And we need to do an episode to kind of go through that. Too. Yeah, I need to actually read something of the Eternals. Yeah. yeah. At least peruse a Wikipedia article. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Charlie Cox yeah. and No Way Home. 
yep. in us wanting to see him in No Way Home. Yes. We saw uh, via the interwebs Tom Hardy walking around with a No Way Home hat on oh, from I- the production crew. <laughs> Which was completely coincidental, guys. Oops, I just found this in a He just Goodwill, happened like to get just... his hands on that. He's not in the movie. There's no way. He's not. He's just not. Just He's kidding. just walking around he wearing like... totally is. I was in a Spider-Man movie and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. I bet you, <laughs> I bet you he's the guy, one of the guys that comes in to tip the scales against the Sinister Six, maybe. I don't know. What if he's not even like really in it? No, like he's in it, but he's in it for like... Three seconds, like a portal opens. It's like, oh shit, that's Tom Hardy, and then he just closes real fast. Yeah, I still it's am ready American to actor, see. Tom Hardy. I'm ready to see Venom get the the white symbol across the chest, the spider symbol. Get yeah. the iconic look going. Yeah, I want to see it, man. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so t- Tom Hardy, we have not gotten confirmation in it, but we did get confirmation from another Venom that's huh? going to be in the movie. No. Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Oh, I saw that. Wow. <laughs> Topher Grace. Somebody came out and added him on, I think it was Instagram, and said, are you in the new Spider-Man movie? And he responded. <laughs> he said, please keep it between us, but yes, I am in it. The plot starts with Peter Parker, Tom Holland, bummed that everybody knows his identity, and then some crazy shit happens with Doctor Strange and Doctor Octopus, Alfred Molina, comes into his dimension. Then Electro and the Green Goblin hop out of one of those energy circles, and they're like, it's spider-stomping time. Then Tom Hardy and I pop out and battle each other, and I win, obviously. It's like not even a fight. I just kick his ass immediately. Not to give too much away, but these are some of the, these are also some actors from the original 70s <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> show, and Aquaman and Batman, Ben Affleck, not Keaton, crossover. And thanks to Disney, Han Solo's ghost arrives from Skywalker, from Rise of Skywalker. And that Eve robot from Wally. Again, please keep this between us. I love the <laughs> troll right there. Me too. He's I like, stop it. asking me about yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no, you want a story? I'll give you one. I'm definitely in the movie. Here's everything. <laughs> I guess you won't ask me again, will you? I will. <laughs> Jokes hey, on us. That's really what's going to happen. Hey, Toph. Big fan of the show. Toph listens. You know he does. Tophie Medwire. Topher Grace. Oh, well. He's a big fan, and he's going to give us the exclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Okay. Okay. On to video games. <laughs> I just want to hang out with Foreman. With George Foreman? <laughs> no. Topher well, Grace. Chilling and drilling. Foreman. Can you get anybody show? right? Red Foreman? I don't I don't watch that 70s what? show. What? I don't oh, watch. yourself a disservice. I don't sorry. watch sitcoms. No, he does not. He does not like timed comedy and, and yeah. audience laughter. That's correct. It doesn't make him laugh more to hear other people laugh. It doesn't. And when I can time your joke, it's almost not funny to me. So, like, when that's happening and they're having the back and forth, I go, and here's a joke in three, two, and then the studio audience laughter. It just doesn't do it for me. It's almost like there's a formula to television and writing. Same with Big Bang Theory. Well, that show's a lot of trash anyways. (laughs) I agree. I did love WandaVision because that's not what it was supposed to be. It was poking fun at that, so you can get on board with it. I freaking adored WandaVision. I still think it's one of the best. And that was really the only television back then was mostly sitcoms Mm -hmm. or like even soap operas, I think, was the first break out of that third or fourth wall sort of television entertainment. I had to watch a lot of Seinfeld growing up. 
I had to. Not that I wanted to, but my dad had the clicker, so (laughs) we were watching Seinfeld. Ah, the clicker. (laughs) The clicker, even. What? That's what we used to call the I know. That's what everybody called the clicker. And then we all collectively decided not to call it that anymore. That's because they don't click anymore like the old ones We're bringing it back, baby. All right. Xbox controllers. Clicker. TV remotes. Mm -hmm. They're all clickers, baby. You heard it. iPads. Door openers. (laughs) iPads. Phones. Computers. They're all clickers. Well. Uh, Vibrating toothbrushes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mo control. Vibrating toothbrushes. Vibrating anything else. (laughs) Clicker. Just call it a clicker and you're on time. Yeah. <laughs> what honey, do why you don't mean? You, honey, grab the clicker and meet me in the bedroom. <laughs> Growth. Uh, where are you planning to put this? That's uh, that's for Patreon. We'll, we'll discuss where that goes on Patreon. OnlyFans. Yeah, on OnlyFans. OnlyLambs.com. Uh, so, Marvel versus Capcom three has been out for a while. You guys, did you ever play the old Marvel versus Capcom two? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, do you like mm-hmm, that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Do you like that one better than the other one? I did. Yeah. Think so. I don't know if that was due to a lack of options or what it was, why I liked two better. It just I, I it seemed like a better game, but it's getting a remake apparently. Nice. Yeah. I, will, I will say the last time I played that, I got my ass handed to me by some young kid. Yeah, it we didn't feel that, good, uh, did it? No, we went to that, was that, that Disney Quest or whatever? That Oh, Disney yeah, Quest. right before it closed down. Mm-hmm. Got on the sticks, thought I was going to wear this kid out, and man, he worked me. Who was your team? Uh, normally Wolverine and uh, oh, yeah. Iron Man. Or Re- Hulk really? Iron Man, yeah. My favorite was having Cable, Iron Man, and War Machine on the same team. Because that triple beam, if you caught him in it, that's all of whoever's there life. God damn. Yeah. Cable was my guy. Uh, I liked Captain America, too, a lot. He was good. I never rolled with Capcom guys. Never. Yeah, nobody. No, no Who one did? Does. Yeah. Um, so... Did you guys know that Fortnite, like the big Fortnite game, was on like a mobile platform now? Yes, I heard that today, actually. Just found that I out. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, but apparently the Epic Games is currently in a legal dispute. I don't know over what. I don't know if it's anything like what's happening with Blizzard. They're always getting sued for some. But apparently their game got pulled from the Apple App Store, and they're telling them, nope, we're not putting it back in. Nice. They've filed to be allowed to become creators again on Apple, and they're like, not until a judge reaches a final verdict in your case. And Is it a say, money thing? That maybe? could take five years. No, I forget what it is. They, I was listening to a podcast earlier today and explained why that was. It had something to do with um, the money, the way okay. you buy things inside of yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I figured. Like microtransactions, yeah. exactly. Ooh. That kind of a thing. Is what I Apple hates that shit. That. Yeah. They should. I mean, yeah. I I hate microtransactions personally in a, in a terms of uh, like playing to win or anything. But if that's I think it's bad for the younger generation. Yeah. Although have, it could be wrong because, I mean, yeah. you've got all those games where you can drop a dollar to get an extra life in Candy Crush. You know what I mean? So I don't yep. see the difference. For the things you like. Yeah. From a very young age. I don't want this truck bitch Which I mean, for Robux. I, I guess is, isn't, I know we're mildly going off topic, but with that mindset, it's not the worst thing to kind of drive you to want to be able to work hard to get 
gift certificates and money and stuff. Then they don't have anything. They don't have any right. toys. They I was going to say, else. It's, a de- have it's a decent, like, it's a decent mindset, I guess, in a sense, to get like money them, management. Get them to understand the value, the of, a value of a dollar. Right. But at the same time, there's got to be screen it, separation, yeah. which I'm sure there is. I'm not saying there's not. Yeah, no. But. With a lot this of people, is there a isn't. general conversation. We're not. Yeah, they, no. They don't, yeah they don't. no, we've moved on from a yeah. very specific topic. But yeah. yeah, they only care about the value of a robux. That's it. Yeah. That's right. But still, I mean, but it's just it's not real. Like when I was a kid, I got five dollars. I go to the store. I can buy, buy anything toy. that's four ninety nine or less. Like yeah. you, you no, just, you couldn't because you forgot about taxes. taxes. Silly kid. Mom yep. covered the taxes. I remember so when oh, she did. You got a nice mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, five years. Sorry, Fortnite. Yeah. Fortnite's printing their own money, though. Yeah, I, they I have don't a need feeling a iPhone games. Apple is not going to be the one to break that that infrastructure. No. Um, here's something interesting, and I know two of you are not big time gamers, mm-hmm. uh, but Halo Infinite is coming out, and one of the things that started happening with these big online games is they're presenting you with challenges that you can do every day to uh, level up your character, you know what I mean? Or, or apply it however you want, but it furthers you down the game. If you do these challenges, so they'll have missions geared toward you completing these challenges. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the longest time we played destiny and we would get on, do our dailies, do what was called a nightfall strike, which was a, a, a game mode that took about 30 minutes and you got higher level gear for completing it because it was a little bit higher. Then we would go in and do our raids mm-hmm. and it was just a systematic thing. It was crazy. Um, you can ask this one. We would come home and I'd be like, yeah, it's raid night. It's Tuesday. So that meant I was strapped in yep. and playing that game forever. And we would have six people on coordinated. And I'm still upset with you, sir. You never carried me through the one raid that I tried to do. Which one is that? Um, I will re-download Destiny just to get you through it. The one with the uh, the fat boss and the and the, the sat in the chair. The you fat. had to hop backwards on certain things, and one person had to go to like another world and oh oh, Callus. That's what it was. Callus. Yeah, I could yeah. get you through Callus. Callus was a fun one. Well, we almost had it done, and I uh, screwed the pooch. <laughs> Everyone I played with jumped backwards, and you wanted me to jump forwards, and no one told me beforehand, so I jumped backwards, and yeah, I, I fucked the whole thing up. It's okay, we forgive you. Hey, it's been a long time. Yeah, shouldn't have left you. Um, but so now Halo Infinite. What what brought me in was um, Halo Infinite is saying right now that the daily challenges that'll come with Halo for like multiplayer or whatever it is that you want to do if you want to complete all of them it will take you anywhere from 16 to 18 hours to complete the daily challenges huh yeah yeah that's a lot a day that didn't even sound fun um so i had that same reaction when you said that and what i thought of after that was going to a game like destiny and after all your challenges were done you're kind of like all right well, since we're not farming for specific gear, let's get out of here. We're done. And I think Halo is trying to find a way to keep you engaged, to continue attacking challenges that if you're on, you can have something to play for. See, if they were smart, they would just take Halo Infinite, put it on top of the Halo 2 package, and then just sell it back to us because I would play that all day long Mm. for forever. I don't need a new Halo. Give me Halo 2 multiplayer. Let's go. That was I, life. I haven't seen. I've seen a couple of the beta 
playtests for for Halo Infinite. Uh, some of it looked good. It was interesting. I've never truly dove into Halo. Oh, see, Halo Two is life. Um, but there was one. Uh, Halo has a special place in my heart, and when Infinite comes out, I'll probably pick it up because there was this girl that I was with for a time, What's and she name? knew that I number? loved video games. Seven. About she somebody, knew she's about to get somebody killed. Wait, that I was a big gamer. About, he's about to talk about me. Is what he's about. And she would sit around at home and play Halo. Oh yeah, he's talking to about get me. better at it. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't tell me. And then one day I come home. She's like, "Let's play Halo." And in my ears, I heard different things. But I was like, "Oh God, wait, what? You want to play Halo with me?" She's like, "Yeah." And so we loaded it up. And we played the first couple of levels on co-op, and she immediately realized the skill level was a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I've picked up a controller to play a shooting game since then. And oh, that was that like seven years ago. It was always such a like a deep, touching thing to me. I was like, oh my God, you've been sitting here I trying have. to get better and play because you know how much I love gaming. I was like, I was so very in love with her at that moment. And then you deflated and ever since her right then, away. Yeah, ever since then, it just... It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, we've been on a downslope since... See, yeah. I'm an asshole. I'm like, 1v1 me, bro. And I would have worked her. Well, no, no. <laughs> we, were playing the, we were playing the campaign co-op. And I think she and was done when me. I was trying to, and I was super gentle and nice yeah. about it. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, baby, just hit this button. You're doing good. Mm-mm. And then she threw a grenade at her own feet. Yep. And then she blew up and was like, I'm fucking, fucking done with this. Yeah. <laughs> I like to shoot the, the sky where there's nothing because I can't work two toggles that look two different directions at the same yep. time. Yep. I was like, babe, we're going to go right over here. Okay. Okay, 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 fine. So I'm like one of those, like those, uh, the robots in like Mandalorian that like shoot and just spin around. That's kind of <laughs> what I was. Like. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. It was a fun time. So Halo, yeah. Uh, but back to Nintendo Direct, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, I got some bullet points if you want to. Let's go I'm, over I'm, them. I'd briefly. love to hear them. So, first and foremost, I, saw I think. something. I hope it's true. I think the big presentation is going to be. Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, I don't even care about Breath of the Wild 2. I mean, I do care. Oh, I, I wow. think this is what you're excited about. Nintendo wow. 64 games on Switch? That is on here. But what? Yeah. Oh, that's already on. This, a thing. This is a refresh page. Not all no, the things. not Nintendo but, 64 games. But uh, no. Monster Hunter Rise what? is getting an expansion pack called Sunbreak. I didn't even play Monster Hunter Rise. Summer 2022. Wow. All right, so then Ryan doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> there is a new Mario Party Superstars game coming out on the Nintendo Switch. Okay. So wait a minute. Does that mean we're going to get in WCW NWO Revenge on the Switch? I'm hoping. <laughs> it's coming. Hold on. Because I would play that game. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping for Ocarina of Time. Let's see. What else oh, do we yeah. have? What else do we have? Uh, there's a new Hyrule Warriors expansion pack. Yeah. yeah. It gets better over time. Hold on. That was a fun game. Did you play Hyrule Warriors? No. That's going to be it, next on my list after Dynasty this. Dynasty Warriors, I get Did like, you play Dynasty Warriors? I used to, and then I play that like for a few minutes, and I'm done. Beat-em-ups don't really get it for me too much anymore i enjoy running into massive crowds of enemies and just mowing them down <laughs> we know i don't sound like i've seen you play as the hulk in avengers yeah, yeah see that's like avengers i'll play it for a little while like all right i'm done with this i uh, still haven't gotten on you got on one time with me yeah and i walked you through daddy held your hand and walked you through daddy's got you uncle hawkeye sure. held your hand 
Yeah, pick me up a bunch of times. That's getting my ass kicked. Let's go. All right. We got a new Kirby game coming out. Kirby in the Forgotten Land in spring of 2022. Oh, God. For the Nintendo Switch. Oh, Kirby. Uh, Animal Crossing is getting a uh, some free content that you can download. Oh, Amber Simpson will love to hear that. Yeah, same thing with Mario Golf. Hey, Mario Golf was actually fun. I've played it. I've got it here at the house. If you, if you, well, okay, let me clarify. If you like golf, you'll like this game. <laughs> yeah, is it like Golden Tee Golf back yeah. in the game with the big rolly ball? It's, no, it's not, but it's a lot of fun. Like the little maps you can play on are cool. The abilities you have are cool. I imagine it's um, cool. Oh, it's, it's a fun game for That's, sure. It's on the list of things I want to do. My boy Luigi was, uh, <laughs> he came through clutch. Mario Strikers needs to happen. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Knights of the Old Republic, the Star Wars game, is being so, released on the Switch. We talked about that last yes, we week. We did. Um, I, I does that have a date on the switch? Does that have a date on that? It's a it's a page that keeps refreshing because there's new news all the time. So fun, fun. Let fun. me scroll back down to that so, part. Uh, I know the new Metroid is going to be featured, the brand new one that's coming out. Um, I think Breath of the Wild two is going to be there. Uh, Pokemon Legends Acrius has got to be another one that they're going to be focusing on. Uh, let's see, Metroid Dread. Got I'm going in order of how it's. Yeah, been. yeah, yeah. So Metroid Dread got another trailer. Uh, Nintendo 64 and Sega games are being released on uh, the Switch Store, and they're also releasing wireless Nintendo 64 and Sega controllers. Wait for the Nintendo Switch. Oh shit, that's cool. It that's is cool. really cool. It is cool, but I will not be picking one up. I will be getting both. I, I will be just 64 controller. I will just be adapting with my my regular Pro controller. Here I'm is, still trying to get my hands on a regular GameCube controller or a wireless GameCube controller. For oh the Switch. boy, they oh they sync up. Yeah, I think you have to get a dongle for one of them, but I think one of them is actually just straight wireless. That's cool. One of them, I, I mean, like Smash Brothers. That's sure, exactly that's where I would I would be good with the Nintendo sixty four controller. I feel like I would be more dangerous. Oh no, the, the GameCube controller is what I need it for. Here's probably the most exciting news. They've talked about the new Super Mario Brothers movie by Illumination Studios, the company that yeah. brought you Despicable Me. Yeah, uh, we have casting news. Oh, oh let's go. Gosh. Do you guys want to guess, or no. do you want me to tell uh, you? Wait a, minute, wait a minute. 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 Is it so? Hold on. They're all A-level. Like, you'll know everybody Celebrities on are yes. playing Mario and Luigi? So, yes. wait. This is animated, though. So, these are oh, voices? No. These oh, are no. Voice actors. Yes. This is animated kind of like the Minions and the Despicable gotcha. Me movie. Let's Same go. Who do you think's playing Mario? Wahoo! Yeah! Everybody give me a guess. Mike Myers. <laughs> Mike Myers? <laughs> Danny DeVito. Who's playing Mario? <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Who do I think I is wish it was him? a you. Uh, that'd be great. I'd be happy to play Mario. <laughs> Uh, what's Seth up? Green, what's actually. Up, Peach? No, 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 no. Jeez, is it? Well, I guess, give me a hint. Give me something. No, give us he something. didn't give us hints. He's we had a, to guess. He's in the Marvel Universe. Give us something. Chris Pratt. Bradley Cooper. Chris Pratt is paying, playing Mario. Yes! Cancel culture. Can't get him. <laughs> Who's playing Luigi? <laughs> oh, is he also uh, in the Marvel Universe? He is not. Vin Diesel. He is in the Chris. Pacific Rim Universe. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, John Boyaga? Nope. Tom, uh, Tom Cruise. Nope, nope. That's the wrong movie. Oh. Whatever. He's from... Um, is it Idris Elba? Idris Elba? No, is it Kevin Hart? Nope. He's from Philly. It, well, he portrays a character from Luigi? Philly. Kevin <laughs> Because it's often very bright there. It's oh, is it Charlie Day? It is Charlie Day playing Luigi. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I, I, you could have stopped at Chris Pratt. I'm so happy. I that. think Charlie Day is Luigi might get me. I don't um, know. Anya Taylor Joy 
is playing Princess Peach. And who's that? That is the girl from The Queen's Gambit. Oh, okay. okay. She's okay. very good. Uh, Jack Black is playing Bowser. Nice. <laughs> Okay. That doesn't surprise me. Okay. Keegan-Michael okay. Key will be playing Toad. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's not Jordan Jordan Peele. Keegan. Not Jordan. The, uh, the taller Key. one. Though. Yes. That was in Friends from College. I like them both. I like them both. Yeah, A-Ron. I like them both, but I like him better. Yeah. And Seth Rogen will be playing Donkey Kong. Nice. Wait. What? Why is Donkey Kong in this universe? It's just, I don't know. Because it's a Nintendo universe. Oh, there's more. Okay. Oh, um, boy. Kevin Michael Richardson, who I can't. You don't, have think I don't even know who, who that is that he's playing. Like, is he a Kong? Kamek? Is that a Kong? Or a, a, no, Are you looking a, up too? I was trying to see their faces and I got the list. I mean, one of my personal favorites, Fred Armisen, is playing Cranky Kong. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. But Spike is a, isn't Spike a... He's a Bowser. Bowser. Yeah, he's a Bowser minion. Bowser yeah. boy. He's the little toad dude or whatever. No, no. No, no he's a little no, Bowser. No, no. Toad, little toad Bowser. is your, your like guide. He's your, your good guy. Yeah. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Not, no. Chris yeah. Pratt is playing Mario alongside Charlie Day. That's a hell of a team. I hope they can pull off the voices. Well, I, I, yeah, they're clearly going to use their own voices. Yeah. Do you think it's just going to be like, hi, I'm Mario? Yeah, yeah, I do, which is worrisome. Oh, no, it's a me, it's a Mario. It's oh, a me, it's Mario. Mark sounds so sad. It's oh. a me, it's a Mario. <laughs> hey, it's me, Mario, Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> and it ended with a Bayonetta 3 trailer. Oh. Okay. And that's it. That's where it ended. Well, there you go. No Breath of the Wild. That is really shocking. They no, must not have anything. No Pokemon Legends. No Pokemon. You said Metroid Dread was in there. Yeah, there was a trailer for that. Okay. Well, I heard some some uh, rumors earlier that uh, maybe it might be because of the shortage for the uh, the chips and things. And you know they got the new Switch Pro coming out. They're probably going to wait to show anything before that comes. Because that's going to roll out. Yeah, they it. didn't even talk about the OLED yeah. switch either. Gotcha, gotcha. Maybe that, that is it. supposed to come it. out next week, wasn't it? October 8th. Probably. I don't know. I don't even know. Get on your horse and tell us there, Mark. <laughs> it was supposed to come out October 8th. On but October they did not mention it. 2021. <laughs> I will not be buying um, an OLED. I play on my no, TV. No, me neither. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 100%. It's, it's to the TV or I'm not playing. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's take so a real quick weird. break, and then we're going to get into the uh, meaty TV and movie news. Meaty. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the biggest one that it's, we have. It's uh, a Mario. We're going to take a break. It's a goodbye. The General Insurance presents Ordering a Sandwich with Shaq and Hall of Fame announcer Michael Buffer. I'm going to have roast beef. What do you want, Michael? Let's get ready for pastrami on rye. Turns out, Michael Buffer talks like that all the time. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Spicy Dijon Mustard. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with The General. Some restrictions apply. And we're back. Here we are, Alter Ego Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Gossett, with Mark, Ryan, and Megan. Where'd you find your pen? It was in my Dungeon Master area. Oh, oh, you oh. stole it from I yourself. I stole it from myself. <laughs> <laughs> Picked it up, and I was like, where's my pen, you people? We it took a six-minute break. No reason. <laughs> I go over, I was like, 
I know where my pen is. He rummaged through the whole house. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> and then I walked over to my DM screen, and I was like, I was taking notes with it yesterday. I he instantly out of the knew it. And then I walked back in and was like, hey, look at this pen. Isn't it cool? <laughs> you walked out the door. You're like, boys! Yeah. <laughs> Where's my fucking pen? <laughs> They're just like, you know, no, we don't know, Dad. I know you hit it. And I look over and find it and just throw it in their room. See, it's right there. <laughs> you just kidding. push it under the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fatherhood. Yes, parenting in general is always a zesty enterprise of beating your kids and screaming at them and just breaking them so that they're prepared for the real world. Wow. Just kidding, guys. Just, just kidding. So anyways, Marvel news. Yeah, so <laughs> news, huh? Wow. Wow. Uh, Netflix bought the entire Roald Dahl estate to make movies, shows, games, and more. So they're making more Willy Wonka stuff? Willy Wonka, the big fucking giant. Um, it's big friendly giant. Um, BFG. Yeah, BFG. There's a couple other. It's a, quite a large estate. Of books and things that they have, the so books. so they're going to do that for me. Um, yeah, interesting. Good for you, Netflix, spending more damn money. That's, so I don't uh, understand that. Has anyone seen Lost Boys? Lost Boys, the nineteen eighty seven vampire with, uh, movie. No, Kiefer Sutherland? Kiefer Sutherland. Never seen it. Never seen it. I know exactly what it is. I've it is never a seen it. classic horror classic. If you want to call it horror. Is it horror? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I was younger. Gotta got me a little scared a little bit. Then yeah, it is. Okay, for sure, because it's meant to be scary. I imagine it was meant to be scary. So it's it getting a, a remake. And if you guys got your IMDb fingers ready, uh, it's starring Jaden Martell from It. J a e d e n m a r t l e l l, and Noah Duke from from uh, A Quiet Place. And I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know who that is. I need to see a face. Who is Noah Duke? I just don't know. Somebody tell me who I Noah Duke know is. Noah. Oh, Noah. Oh, Noah. Noah Duke. Wrestling. Why did I say wrestling? Because it's showing me Noah Duke wrestling. Um, I see no Noah Dukes. Am I reading this wrong? I see a Noah Yoop. Yoop? Yoop. <laughs> like a J. Yoop. That was just really inappropriate. No. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I wasn't. Uh, it's it's Joop. I guess or Yoop. Joop. Yoop. He's the guy from A Quiet Place. He plays. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> he plays an infant. I still haven't seen the second one. Oh, he's one. the son. Oh. Yeah, that makes nice. sense. Nice. Not the one that gets carried off. We're playing with the fire truck. Spoiler alerts. Yeah, it's in the first <laughs> ten seconds of the movie, though. They got him. Uh, so yeah, that that new movie is coming out. That should be interesting. You know, nothing like a classic being remade. We've never seen that before. We've always been excited. Not once. It'd be cool if someone did it. Yeah, I mean, guys, why don't you just find old staple properties and just remake them? Does Hollywood not know they can do this? Mm-hmm. Jeez. We should go out there and pitch this to them. We really should. We yeah. could make like eight bucks. Maybe 12. Gas up the car. Let's go. Wow. Let's do it. Right now. A full cross country. Actually, me and Ryan are going to get Harleys, 
and we're going to ride out there like that. Okay, well, Mark oh, and I yeah. will fly. We'll meet you there. Yeah. <laughs> we're both out of pocket, like two grand for this trip. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Yeah. Just, just to pitch this stuff. Yeah. Actually, flats are cheap as hell right now. Yeah, especially to go to California. Um, just saying. So, Woody Harrelson, speaking of remakes, yeah. wants, not not remakes, but he wants yeah. to do yeah. a Zombieland 3. Yes! Of course he does. I, I heard Zombieland 2 wasn't good. I did too. I did I didn't too. See it. Who cares? I did not see it either. That's what I was going to say. I didn't see it because I adore Zombieland 1. It was one of those situations where I didn't want to watch it because I love the first one so much. See, <sighs> exactly. We had the same argument over coming to America. I know, I and s- I still haven't seen that. And I haven't Me either, either. <laughs> but I'm not against watching it. Although coming to America, I heard it wasn't bad. I heard it, it was wasn't fine. necessarily the same, but it was okay. Okay, I heard. I'm, that I'm willing to let it too. Was just bad. Yeah, and not good at all. I heard they introduced a newer character who was good in her own right, but just people were like. Mm. Don't really care about this. I'm wondering if, because I heard another casting news for a, a reboot. I oh, yeah? I have it on the list. It might be. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll hold on. You'll wait I'll for wait. a couple more? I'll wait. I'll wait. Because you know I'm the Segway king. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm a, Speaking this is of not segways. a Segway. <laughs> let's hear it. What's your Segway? I want to oh, hear I it now. I have no idea. Yeah, let's go. It was about twins. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to hear about that. We're talking about Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yeah, do you have it on your list? Or I don't. It... Yeah, hit oh, me with it. They're making a twin sequel. Right. With a third twin. Who? <laughs> I think I heard about this. Triplet? Who is the third twin? Tracy Morgan. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. It was supposed to be Eddie Murphy, but apparently he has a, a booking conflict. Sure he does. I'm like, what the hell is Eddie Murphy doing? Tracy... Dr. Doolittle 7? Yeah, not, not even. Coming to America 3. Yeah. Coming through America. <laughs> you know, it's America. really weird with Eddie Murphy because I liked him a lot. Beverly Hills Cop was awesome. I, I loved him as Axel Foley. Axel Foley. I loved a lot of his stuff. Golden Child was my jam back in the day. I enjoyed that movie a lot. Where did um, he lose you? Uh, after Trading Places, which I like Trading Places oh, too. Oh, that's a great movie. Um, he, Bru- didn't, he didn't lose me there. I just was, he just, he just stopped. Showing up, actually, Doctor Doolittle is where he lost. Yeah, I was gonna say, me that too. Might have been it too. Doctor <laughs> Doolittle, Daddy Daycare, and Daddy Daycare were the two where I was yeah. like, and like when, okay. he, when he went full Sandler. Yeah, and then he yeah. came back oh, to yeah. Saturday Night Live and just stood there and soaked up the applause that really wasn't coming. Yeah, and I was like, Ugh. I mean, Eddie's hilarious. I love Eddie. Like, I really do love Eddie Murphy, and I would have liked to see him in this movie a lot more than Tracy Morgan, who I think is funny, but I'm just this isn't something I'm running out to see. Yeah. Bowfinger was another really good one, but that was kind of like right in the middle. I anyway, saw that one. Bowfinger's yeah. really good. Um, but yeah, so Tracy Morgan, huh? Third twin. Yeah, how does that? There's an age difference. Like, at least Eddie Murphy's like in right. the range. I don't and know. Danny man. DeVito is it's, really old now. And yeah. so is, well, Schwarzenegger looks like he's finally aged, but he still looks like he could break us. Do you think there was just like a dry erase board delayed? What would be funny to add as a third twin? Yeah. Ah, make it a black guy. Yeah. yeah. That'll be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, if you're going to do it that way, that's your writing process? Yeah, that's interesting. That's kind of like an 80s style writing process, so I guess it goes with this movie. Sure, sure. Um, That's, that's, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with twins. I thought they were going to remake remake twins, yeah, and do it with a newer guy like The Rock or John Cena, and put mm-hmm. somebody with him. It was going to be Kevin Hart and The Rock. It's always Kevin Hart. And the I Rock. would watch that <laughs> till yeah. the cows came home, because <laughs> yeah. Kevin Hart dominates. I love that relationship, but I love it for Kevin Hart. Yes, because he is just 
too good. Central Intelligence was a funny movie with the two of them in it. Yeah, I was going to say that's probably my favorite where Kevin Hart's actually the straight man. Yeah. And The Rock <laughs> is a, oh, that's, that's a, just great. That's good. Um, The Last of Us. Apparently, so I, we've talked about The Last of Us a lot of this. I really want to see some trailers for it. I want to see some more stuff coming out for this HBO series. But one thing that I saw that I was like, ooh, I think that's really cool. Mm. is one of the creative directors of the game and writers for the game is doing, uh, I think, more than one episode. And there's only nine, but I was like, okay, I want to see the visual direction from somebody who created this world have the big camera and the Mm -hmm. big budget and see what they can do with it. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Neil Druckmann, uh, he's going to seemingly direct at least one of the episodes for the HBO adaptation, but I'd like to see more. I don't know. Uh, <sighs> Gotta love some HBO shows. I just get... I had one, too, that I that I think I talked about. Did I talk about last week? Robert Rodriguez talking about uh, the book of Boba Fett. No. He was like, we're going to dominate. This show is going to be awesome. It's like it's going to be one of the best things you've ever seen. That is exciting. He's like, I'm even like blown away about the stuff that we're doing right now in Book of Boba Fett. And I'm like, yo, shut up. Show it to us. <laughs> I mean, I we'll think a lot it. of people are hired. Shut up <laughs> and bring it. <laughs> Show it to us. We want it. Let me see that. Um, so the, the reason I brought that in, you know, I'm the Segway King. Did you know there was a Disney Plus Day coming up? Yeah. I did because you posted about it on Instagram. Yeah. I had no idea. November twelfth cool. is that like the one year anniversary of? Yeah, I, I, is either it really? One or two. I remember being like really, really, really excited when it was coming out because I just happened to be working from home that day. Actually, I think that whole week I was working from home for some reason. Yeah, I think and it's I was, one year. I was no. really, really excited. It's got to be at least two years. No way. There's been two seasons of The Mandalorian. Uh, maybe it's been. Right. I think it was probably 2019. It came out. Because we were leaving, we were leaving. We all here. count the end of 2019. So we started the podcast one. in March of 2019, and I think it was when we started talking about the Mandalorian. And um, so that's. I was just saying, I'm almost positive it was 2019 because I was home because I was sick for the week. That's why I was home all week. Mm. I remember now. So well, I think I'm pretty positive it was 2019. Well, either way, Disney Plus Day is coming November 12th, and they're going to have special highlights on Star Wars mm. and. The Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe? Yes. I love the Marvel Universe. So I think they're going to start framing the structure for this next phase and saying, you know, here are the things we're working on. Here's what we've got. I think we see some things that are announced. I think we get She-Hulk. Finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We start seeing some, some rumblings about that. That's... November 12th is, what, two weeks before Hawkeye drops? So we might get some more peaks at where Hawkeye's coming in. We mm-hmm. might see a little bit more about S.W.O.R.D. Uh, and the whole space version of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. with Samuel L. Jackson. And maybe we'll get the secret invasion, too. God. Oh, man. The way and the amount of money they're putting into these shows, I'm like, yo, secret invasion is going to be wild. Man, Marvel Phase 4. Let's get weird. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what I would call it, the let's get weird phase. And I'm here for it. I'm in. Pantsless. Oh. <laughs> Not underwearless. Don't get crazy. No. Um, I'm only wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, 2019 that it came out. Nice. Disney Plus. Okay. I was wrong. Are you happy? Um, 
Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, Obi-Wan series has wrapped filming. Ooh. Yeah. Yummy. Um, and in the uh, post-Emmy interview for his work on Halston, Ewan McGregor confirmed that Disney's Obi-Wan was done fi- filming and saying, I think it will not disappoint. So, softballs for everyone. Great. I don't think it'll disappoint. No, people want it. It won't disappoint. They want it. People will be probably happy. And Hayden Christensen is coming back for this one, too. So I'm just kind of curious. Like I said, go for how, it, man. How deep are they going, right? Chop his because legs again. when Luke Skywalker's around, Darth Vader, I, they make it seem like he has no idea. So this probably doesn't even take place on Tatooine. Oh. This probably follows some adventures of Obi-Wan Kenobi before he follows Padme. Well, pa- follows the children down to, to you know, what's mm-hmm. Endor and Tatooine they go, respectively. I'd probably rather see that. Yeah. Why is he who he is? Because when Obi-Wan sets up to finally fight Vader, they make it seem like they hadn't seen each other since he left him on the side of a burning mountain. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to pick that up and run with it? I don't know. That doesn't line up. No. But, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be cool. I'd love to see him hook up with Ahsoka Tano and have those two have a conversation, seeing as how they're both, like, the closest people to Anakin Skywalker. I'm sure there's a crossover in there somewhere. There's going to be an episode. And there's going to be the Ahsoka Tano series. Mm -hmm. We fell off a Bad Batch. We watched the first three and we're like, "Mm." I didn't watch it at all. It didn't really grab me. It was interesting. It was like, if you're a big fan of the Clone Wars, watch it. You'll love it. Visions dropped today. I know, and I saw some pictures from Star Wars Visions, and I am very interested in watching it. And somebody came out and said that that uh, Star Wars Visions is not canon Star Wars, yeah, so don't sense. expect that to be a story progression, right? They but they did say yet. So I mean, I like the what if scenario, like oh, this is just you know some weird stuff that happened. Yeah. Uh, here's one that's interesting. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, arriving in April of 2022. I know your wife's going to be happy about that. She's a big Harry Potter fan, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yours is, too, isn't she? Yep. Mine isn't. She doesn't care. White mm. girls, they love. Yeah. She's like, Wingardium Leviosa. Basic white biatches. <laughs> wow. She drinks her that is my wife you're talking about. Gross! <laughs> That's on Not her, yet, uh, sir. Almost. Not yet, <laughs> almost. Wow. Almost your wifey wipe. Megan's trying to move in at the last minute. <laughs> what? Uh, the Boys weird. Season 3 Sorry. wrapped That's... filming. <gasps> Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and they just show the actor who plays Homelander. And I'm just like, I miss this guy so much. Oh, Do my you? God. I miss his I miss you, you craziness. I, we need a Homelander in the in the comics universe you need a homelander you need somebody who is that superman that nobody can stop but at the same time he's he's the poster child yeah i want to see that little glimpse from season two when he laser beamed whoa 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 whoa. what 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 i haven't seen it what you're two years behind spoilers earmuffs i'm working on it but then, really like they they show that, and you're like, <gasps> and you see that that's just what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. give me more of that. Mm-hmm. I want to see Homelander crazy. be public enemy number one and see what they can even do about yeah. it. Yeah, 
They teased the shit out of us last season. Yeah. With that trailer. Yep. Yeah. They did. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Boo. there's a lot going on. We need to rewatch The Boys. Okay. That's not a bad idea. No. Rewatching The Boys is a fun time. Ryan, you should watch The Boys. Yeah, I'll rewatch The Boys. And <laughs> he's going to rewatch the two episodes from season one he already watched. I know we don't have any news on it, but I'm, I'm like, also. I like excited. how you're so non committal about watching it, but when I say that, you're like, whoa, spoilers, buddy. God, man. Because I'm working on it, just on the backlog, you know, like video games. I'm going to eventually get to it. I've got it's another eight years to watch priority. that thing. <laughs> you know? Anyway, yeah. I know we don't have any news on it, but another uh, show that I'm looking forward to in uh, conjunction with Amazon, is Invincible. Yeah. Too. Yeah. When is that coming out? No idea. That's why I said I have no news. I'm just a bunch of animators furiously uh, scrolling Scroll. away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're sketch pads right now. Oh, I, my God. I mean, like, I know at a certain point, pen does go to paper for those shows, but isn't a lot of that digital now? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. an outdated reference, but they whatever. They generally, yeah. like, draw. There's a bunch of guys clicking away. Yeah. You see a guys in a bunch of, like, like notepads and, like, all right, here's my preview. And they no, just, like, they do the, draw it. Do they, the paper they thing. Draw it on, they draw it digitally with a digital pen, so they actually still draw it. No, oh, I know. I want those big architect desks. With the that are turned at an angle and like the big Disney, light box behind like it, Disney and it's just, they're just furiously drawing circles and people walking down the street. That's what I want. That's to how say. a lot of them actually do it. Is it's a light table. When it's we finally come to your house, draw. I expect to see a lot of like blueprinted towers and stuff, yeah. and architectural towers mm-hmm. and just yeah. blueprints lying around. Just scrolls. And everywhere. then when we want to ask what it is, I need you to like hurry it off the table. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing. It's nothing. I'm just uh, I'm very particular about my work. Please don't look. I just thought about something. Do you have any invincible pops? No. No. Do they make them? I don't. Yes. Th- I, don't I don't know. Think so. I think maybe, maybe, possibly. Uh, are they not maybe out I've yet? I've seen like future uh, leaks of them. I was maybe? gonna say, yeah, how are they not like Amazon leaks. exclusives or you yeah, know? Yeah, maybe they. Maybe I've seen something. It might have been a like a um, concept art that I've seen. But I tell you what, Omni Man will be a day one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you need Omni Man. I need Omni Man, and I need Homelander. Yeah, I, oh. I'm surprised we don't have Homelander. We have Butcher. Yeah, we have Butcher. He's right there. Um, but the no, no Homelander so yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Butcher is the only one I wanted. I didn't want all yeah. of them. I actually just wanted Butcher and Homelander out of that set. Yeah, the show I'm excited about is Demon Slayer. That's yeah. right. Working on those. When is Are Demon they? Slayer season two coming out? No idea. Whoa, whoa. Spoilers, guys. Spoilers. <laughs> you didn't watch it, did you? <laughs> Not no. a minute no. of it. Mugen Train was I don't even so know good. where to watch Mugen it. Mugen Train was really Netflix. good. Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so good. It's actually not a bad show at all. Man. I know. You guys spent 45 minutes yelling at me about it. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part is you could have watched two episodes in that time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were short could've episodes. Happened. You could have been that guy. See, I got defeated when it said 26 episodes per they're, season. They're literally like 22 minutes a piece. Yeah, I know. So it's not as bad as you think it is. Not at all. Some animes have those episodes where you can tell... Like, they didn't want to draw the action sequences, so they just have them have in-depth conversations with themselves. That guy's been laying in a hammock for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. am I like this? Why was my family always so... And they cut back to watching, like, oh, God, come on, man, get to it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to draw lips moving That's if it's an filler, internal monologue. <laughs> huh? That's just filler. Yeah. yeah. old Dragon Ball Z. Dra- Dragon Ball Z. It's all filler. last night. Yeah, I was watching Dragon Ball. Super? Super, yeah. The abbreviated? I don't know. It's whatever's on. uh, Is it Hulu that I was watching it on? Uh, I think so. 
I was told that I need to watch the like abbreviated version where they pretty much just get down to it and there's none of that bullshit in the way. Sure. You know, just That's got to be a much better series. Yeah. <laughs> get to it. Um, the last bit of news that I had was uh, oh. something about Daniel Craig. I li- Actually, I just saw this. Something really about like Daniel it. Craig? I yeah. like this is the mindset that we always talk about. So go ahead and share it. But this is I, the mindset that we, uh, we I love generally it. share on this podcast about these this topic. Um, yeah, this is for Daniel Craig. Yeah. Uh, he said he wants the studio to go further than casting female James Bond. Like, that's been the big thing. They want they James did. Bond to be a female. They did a female black James Bond. They, they made her an agent. Oh. She's not James Bond. She's and they up. wanted to make a uh, this is the big been the big calling for Idris Elba to be the next James Bond because he's British, he's a good looking guy, he fits the mold to be James Bond, except for the fact that he's not white. And that's the thing that people get up in arms about, which yeah. is really stupid. Agreed. But where Daniel Craig went was there should be simply better parts for women and actors of color. Why should a woman play James Bond when there should just be a part just as good as James Bond, but for a woman? That's up to the studios to do. Yeah. That's up for the writers to write. That's and up I, for the producers to greenlight. I would almost, like, at this point, feel pandered to. You know what I mean? Like, if they come out and go, look, look, here's James Bond, but he's black. There's James Bond, but it's Jamie Bond, and it's a girl. I'd be like, why? No, I don't. I don't buy this. Can we just do new original characters and make them yeah. powerful in their own right? See, here's the thing. I'll accept any kind of changes to any kind of lore yeah. as long as it's good. Yeah. And very rarely is it good. Right. They just, they do and it for the sake of doing it, which is do sad. with James Bond. First yeah. of all, I'm waiting for James Bond to actually die in one of these movies. Yep. It's never going to happen, I feel. But damn, then that would really open up. Open up that universe. Make it so that James Bond is the old retired guy and get some more people and do yeah, like get a double the 008, 008 a series. 009, yes. Yeah, do it like Doctor Who where there's a new doctor all the time. So make it be a new 007, or, not James Bond. Or it's but not yeah. even associated to 007 at all, and they finally just end that entire chapter of yeah. history yeah. and just create a character that is a badass female that's just as awesome and secret mm-hmm. agent as... And, like, completely, you know, make it the new... I don't know. No, I, I agree. Here's, here's a hot take. I, I fully agree with him. I think that we instead of, in, instead of like you said, pandering to people, like, why does that even... Why do we have to continually draw attention to that sort of situation? Right. Like, why? We're, that's, that's what we're trying to fight against. I mean... In my opinion. I've been watching all the latest... Daniel Craig, James Bond movies on recommendation from Robert M. Lamb. Robert Lamb, who's our good guy, friend. Bro. He I don't know his middle name. I just absolutely lives in a garage. <laughs> he, <laughs> he loves James Bond. James Bond to him is the ultimate. Other than Jaws, that's the ultimate movie for him. Robert Lamb and I agree ninety nine percent of the time on things. Mm-hmm. These movies are not that good. <laughs> <laughs> they are not. Well, oh, see, agreeing, agreeing and having a having a preference are two very different things. I think. Yeah. Like an opinion and a preference are two different things. Well, like usually when he says this movie's really good, I'll go, "Yeah, I've seen that. It's actually very good." Or he says, "This okay. isn't very good." I go, "Well, let me watch it." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's not very good." Yeah. So like our our interests and in lights line up typically. Yeah. But oh, not, not on this. 
I've never ever really been too, on the huh? I've never really been on the 007 train personally. Yeah, James yeah. Bond. Like I just Give never... me John Wick. I want that. But same <laughs> thing with like Mission Impossible, which are similar kind of aligned situations. I think I like the Mission Impossible ones better. See, I don't know. That sort of stuff I'm just meh. It's all the same crap. I've been liking Kingsman. Yeah. Oh Kingsman, yeah, no, there you go. That's a different thing. Yeah, Kingsman has been Kingsman's cool. I don't I know like about this Kingsman prequel coming out. I kind of like it. Man. We'll I see. like it we'll too. See. I love Digimon Hansu. So if they put a movie out of him reading like a phone book or just like doing his daily routine, he'd be like, "I'll watch this." You know what James Bond thing I really want to see? And somebody else has, may have said this at some point, maybe even in this room. I want to see a '60s James Bond. Because every James Bond movie now is a satellite, a hacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's always technology <laughs> yes. based, and it's always stupid. Yeah. Put them back in the sixties. Yes. I want a wristwatch that shoots out a poison dart. Yes, give me that, that again. They didn't have back oh, then. Gosh. Yeah, do weird time shit. Like, well, I mean, right now that's the most pre- prevalent thing. They're not going to have James Bond go back and fight racism. Yeah. In the 60s. But I mean, just Fast and Furious, Mission yeah. Impossible, all these action movies, it's always a hacker. Always yeah. a hacker. It's always a hacker. And it's the world we live in, and it's the most powerful thing in the world I think right it's now. Because, like, we're so far like ahead from where we were then, then how much further, like, yeah. how much more is there to go? That's why, like, there's, like, um, Iron Man is a perfect example. His technology is way beyond ours. Like he's his phone is mm-hmm. like looks crazy compared to all the stuff they use, and we're starting to come out with shit like that. Yeah. So it's like nobody's coming up with anything cool because we're so far ahead of ourselves so you know, when it comes to technology. We need to go back, people. Uh, how about like? Just I mean, throw I had the, a rotary phone when I was a kid. That's how far we've come. Let's throw the wrench yeah. in the train, though. Like, What's let, that? let's have him have like a flesh eating virus or. Or like zombies or something crazy, oh, like whoa. James Bond versus zombies. Yeah. I'm I mean, on board I'm for that. Thousand percent. I mean, good luck being Mister Spy. Let's see okay. your skills. Let's see what you got. But let's put him in something. I, I mean, like I know zombies can't be the end all for everything because I want to see the Marvel zombies too. Yes, uh, this movie divides a lot of people. But I personally was a big fan of Cowboys versus Aliens, another Daniel Craig movie. Ah, uh, and that's Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford. Yes, has Correct. anybody else seen that? Uh-uh. I have. But I, I have don't seen the. Remember it? I've seen the first twenty minutes of it. And it's funny you say that because I was actually just thinking about that the other day. I was like, I haven't seen that movie in a while, and I don't remember it. But for some reason, I want to watch it. I'm going to go back, and I don't know if I'm going to like it as much the second time, but I really liked it the first time. That's what I'm thinking too. Daniel Craig is really just a talented dude. Oh, absolutely. I love the old western setting. Anyway, yeah, I love Westworld because of that. It just yeah. made me feel engulfed in that yeah. whole kind of aesthetic. What about him? we go? You know, have him fight a vampire? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Morbius versus 007. I mean, just you're right oh, though. He could track down Wesley Snipes for tax evasion. Ooh, <laughs> Bond the bounty hunter. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I don't. It's just. I'm not just sick exciting. of satellites and hackers and the internet. And yeah, and, and some of these movies, like like though. Mission Impossible, Fast Five, Fast Ten Thousand, all of those movies where the protagonists just go through so much crazy shit, and they're fine. <laughs> like you mean to tell me that 007's knees don't hurt when it's cold outside? I don't believe yeah. you. That you what? mean to tell me that The Rock <laughs> isn't having to get up and take his protein shake? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that was my favorite part of Fast Nine. It was just a constant back and forth between um who was it? It was uh 
Ludacris and Tyrese. Tyrese. Tyrese, yeah. Tyrese just keeps going, how are we not dead? <laughs> we go through all this shit, and every time something happens, he goes, we should be dead right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. all the steel and torque and gasoline that's flying around in those movies, and they have not had a single injury. Well, there's a lot of dead people in yeah. those movies, but... Are there really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's funny, because if you watch it, that's literally one of the first things that happens in the beginning of the movie. He brings that up, like, how are we not dead? Just think about it. Yeah. Like, we done chased down a submarine, done this, done that, Tanks done that. and this and that. He's like, this came from outer space. <laughs> so great. So great. I huh. love that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Spoilers. Everybody knows you go to space, man. I didn't know that. Uh, I haven't seen it. Any fast fan knows because they said they were going to. Oh, fast fan. That excludes me. You are no FF. No. Listen, Tokyo Drift Forever. They all suck. Yep. (laughs) All the other ones are subpar compared to Tokyo Drift. This one brings Tokyo Drift into the fold again. Yep. Listen. Is my guy Jacob or Lucas, whatever his name is? Lucas Black is definitely in there. Whoa! Spoilers. Hey, yo! Whoa, hey! Now I gotta go watch it, boys, huh? Turn this, turn the show off. We're ready to rock and roll here. <laughs> oh I gotta God. go watch my boy in Fast Nine. Hey, yo! <laughs> Everybody, this has been the Alter Ego Podcast, huh? What's up, Cyborg? Tell him. <laughs> is you this tell Chris him, Pratt buddy. doing Mario? How you doing? <laughs> tell him, buddy. I'm the one. He's I good. He's good, Ryan. Oh, this is Chris Pratt doing Mario. Family, family, buddy. How you doing? Oh, I'm just. Stop touching me. <laughs> How hey, you hey, doing, hey. baby? Hands above the podcast table. How you doing, baby girl? Stop, huh? Stop, whoa, hey, yo. Oh. oh, wait, yo, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you guys need to be separated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Alter Ego Podcast. We love you, Gary. Sleep well. Good <laughs> job. Wahoo! Yeah! Wah! Oh, Let's go! It's a Mario. <laughs> <laughs> the General Insurance presents Ordering a Sandwich with Shaq and Hall of Fame announcer Michael Buffer. I'm going to have roast beef. What do you want, Michael? Let's get ready for pastrami on rye. Turns out Michael Buffer talks like that all the time. And it turns out the General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Spicy Dijon mustard. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the General. Some restrictions apply. The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep loving Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, the General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. I don't wanna sleep. I just wanna keep for a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the General. Some restrictions apply. Please follow us on Facebook and subscribe via iTunes.
noon, night, day, morning, whatever time you listen to this podcast, it's time to torch, baby. You already know it's always a good time to torch sometimes with your boys. We are back. I know it's been a minute, but we back. Sorry, not sorry, kind of sorry, really sorry, but we here, man. We here. I'm going to let the guys introduce themselves. We're going to jump into this show, give y'all what y'all want, you know what I mean, to hear my lovely voice and everybody else's. All right. Alright. All right. Yo, what's up? It's Ricky. Um damn I had some shit to say, but I forgot what I was gonna say. So Damn. Damn. Um, what's good everybody? It's your boy Serge. Um your favorite gold dollar <laughs> player. Gold now. You heard me correctly. Shit. I'm gonna party. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I already know a video you about to mention, bro. Yes, I will make a damn cake for myself. Yes, I will. Your damn skin. That's it. Crazy as hell, man. Congratulations, weak ass nigga. It's not, uh, not going to last long, bro. Don't even he was just in the back. I'm not even just back. Bro, he was just back not long ago, bro. He was just to the hood not long okay. ago. Y'all going to make it out to the one day and be like me, motherfucker. <laughs> he was just, he was just <laughs> there. play that game, bro. Uh, well, yeah, man. I'm going to do a quick little rundown. I know it's been a minute, so I'm gonna run down how the show is run, man. First, we're gonna go to these weekly recommendations. Um, each of us are gonna go around recommend some stuff we think you guys should try out, some stuff we've been doing, things you should check out, yada yada, who the who. Uh, from there, we're gonna go into these topics. We all brought different topics um, gathered up from different places that we think are interesting, and we're gonna bring to the table and discuss. You know what I mean? Yeah, talk about some stuff. Uh, from there, we're going to go to the DNP section of the podcast, the definitely not perfect section of the podcast, which I still haven't found a new name for because I think it's pretty great. I think it's pretty amazing. We go to the Reddit three, just give some pretty good advice, man. And then from there, the OGG section of the podcast, the one got to go section of the podcast, my favorite section of the podcast. Uh, that's how we're going to end off the show. Fun little game. But these are uh, weekly recommendations. Anybody got one? I could go first if nobody yeah, wants I got, to. Yeah, I got one, bro. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. It's not enough. Take y'all motherfucking asses to go see Shang-Chi, bro. Please. Mm-hmm. Let me hey. tell y'all, bro. Yeah. It's literally... Like, I'm not... It's, it's a top three Marvel movie for sure, bro. But it might be one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. I'll give you top five. I don't know about top three, G. Uh, it's definitely not top five. It's top three, bro. It's top three. Nah, what's top, top three, three bro? Your on. top three favorite, yeah. maybe? Yes. Nah, bro, got, it's top three. I got Endgame. I got um, Infinity War and Winter Soldier. Are my top three. You bugging, bro? If you put Shang Chi above any of those movies, you are bugging. That's <laughs> if you if you think that movie is better than Captain bro, America and Winter Soldier, you are bugging. It is, bro. I'm, I'm, I hate to break it to you. It's just a better movie. That's that recency effect talking. I don't know. No, it's not, bro. It's definitely what it is. I mean, you ain't <laughs> see the Marvel movie in a long time. Man. All right, bro. Whatever. I'll I'll, I'll accept top five, bro. But anything like five. below top five, anything below top five, bro. Like you are twisted and you need to go see a doctor. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. Man. I think the only people that have, like hate on it or hating on it and not even hating on it, but they're like saying, "Oh, it's 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 okay." Are the people that like paid attention to a lot of people's initial reactions to the movie and then they're like oh it's not as good as you know everybody was hyping it up to be so i think like that initial hype right uh, after that first weekend is what made other people go um oh it's just an okay movie which is <coughs> better than okay i really enjoy. yeah okay little recommendation um 
I got a one. Uh, Tokyo Revengers. That's what I'm gonna recommend. Well, I'm gonna recommend we it because rec- we've recommended this shit about eight times now, and I still ain't watched it. Well, motherfucker, look, I'm gonna keep recommending it because that motherfucker season finale just happened. Let me tell you something. That's cool. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me let me let me holler at you real quick. All right, for sure. That shit's the bomb dot com. That shit is easily the best anime that came out. Ever Bro, it's, it's that crazy. shit is crazy. It's not even close. And then you know what? Hello. And it's crazy. And these motherfuckers are fist fighting middle schoolers. I don't nuts, get it. That shit is nuts, bro. That shit's so it good. It should not man, be as good as it is. Like when I, <laughs> when I first like because usually when before the season of anime starts, I'll go through and uh, there's like people always drop lists of like things that are coming out. So I'll always go through and read like the premise of it and see if I think I would like. I read this shit. I was like middle school game makers. I was like, ain't nobody watching this shit. Now, let me give it a chance, bro. And man, let me tell you something. That might this it might be in my top five all time. I'm not even gonna lie. It's it's so crazy how it's already my, one of my favorite animes ever. It might be my top. Um, that shit is so ridiculous. I can't even. I'm already waiting on season two. Yeah. That shit. Is, yeah, that shit is great. Um, yeah, so I, I recommend that, bro. Go do that. That shit is amazing. If you haven't already, go check that what out. Got, what you got, Serge? Um. I uh, highly recommend. Uh, there is a creator on TikTok. I, don't, I can't remember this guy's name. I'll have to look for it real quick. Um, but his, the whole premise of his TikTok channel or his his page is that he um, he will go through and tell you like travel tips for like different places you can go, um, especially like on a budget. So he'll usually over budget for like two weeks. And it really puts it to perspective, like, how accessible, like, international travel is. I always thought that if I wanted to travel, like, international, I was going to be paying, like, a fucking grip, bro. Like, I, I thought that shit was, like, so, like, unattainable, even, like, with a full-time job now. Um, Jake Marcy, that's his name, uh, M-A-R-S-E-E. Um, and he was saying, like, you like, you can go to freaking Bali um, and own, and spend less than, like, um, $1,000 dollars. Um, to go to like for a two week trip to Bali, so you cut that down to one week, and you, you, you go travel international for basically nothing. So, um, I know he does a lot of videos on Japan because me and Charlie have been planning to go to Japan next year. Um, and so that's like literally been the person that we've like looked at and went to for like advice for planning a trip to Japan. So, his TikTok account's really dope. Uh, if you're like really into travel and stuff like me, uh, then I definitely think it'd be a big help. Especially if you've always thought like me that um, international travel was sort of like unattainable for you. Shit, bro, you know me. You know I'm about to hop on that real quick. Yeah, he, he's really no, good. No, 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 no. You know I'll be so, traveling and shit. Yeah, he's really good. Hey, uh, Don't know, I I might... more. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was about to say I might check that out. I just got my passport like three days ago. Oh, yeah. We're going to Bali together. I'm trying to figure out where we're going. We, we're going to go somewhere in November, like because we, we already bought plane tickets, but my passport came a little late because I was supposed to be in El Salvador this week. But my passport came late, so we didn't go. So now we still got plane tickets and the credit. So we're going to go somewhere in November. We just don't know where we're about to go. Right. Anyway, uh, uh, I was about to say, I got another recommendation, bitch. Yeah. Uh, hold up. Excuse me. Oh, my God. Uh, if y'all... Fuck you. <laughs> If Damn. y'all not caught up on Boruto, bro, y'all gotta catch up on that shit, bro. I'm telling you, this next week's episode about to be some of the best anime y'all ever watched, bro. Can, bro. Can't do it. We really can't do it, bro. I literally watched the first, like, 40 episodes of Boruto, and when it was, like, week to week still, I was so excited for that series, because a lot of people hated on the movie. I actually fucking liked the movie. Yeah. Um, 
And so I was like, yo, I cannot wait for this shit to come out. I just know, like, I'm a, like, this shit is going to be hitting. And, like, the first 40 episodes, I was like, I can't do this shit no more. This shit sucks. I can't. So you um, can't do it because, bro, just, I'm telling you, bro, just watch the, uh, the fucking, the manga canon episodes, bro. Fuck yeah, everything else. That, that's what people have been telling me is to do the same thing I did. Well, I know I did do that when I was, so I watched every single filler because I know what filler was. Uh, but you bugging. I, yeah, I, I, people have been telling me to just get a filler list for it and just watch through. And I've seen, like, clips and stuff. Um, and all the clips look lit. Like, I've been seeing this stuff with the, the new guy, like, with the horn on his head. I can't, I don't know dude's name, but, uh, Kawaki. I've seen all the Kawaki stuff, and it looks lit. Um, I just haven't gotten back around to watching it. There's other stuff I would rather watch, and then every time a new anime season comes, I just, I'm like, I would rather watch this than watch Porto, so. But you, uh, you read that shit at least? No, I haven't read it either. I'm, I, that could be a good idea, too, because I, I, I don't have a manga right now that I'm, like, reading. Actually, that's not true either, because I've been reading, uh, uh, Tokyo Ghoul because I really like the first season of the anime but I, I've tried to watch the second season of Tokyo Ghoul like three times and I cannot get through it so I've been reading uh, yeah I heard I heard the second season of that shit it's, bad. it's all over the place it's so bad but the first <coughs> season is so fucking good like I forgot how good that shit was but I just recently rewatched it uh, for, for Charlie's first time and that shit is so fucking good so I, I went back and I'm, I'm reading the manga um, and so yeah I, I, I could read it I think I'd rather watch it at this point though just because like I like watching the episode and then going on Twitter and seeing people's reactions like I did with Tokyo Revengers or like my hero right. stuff. So um, I definitely think I'm going I'm to catch up on it a bit. See, I just got to find time to do it. Yeah, but that's like the only thing that I like read. We uh, fucking like every time it drops, bro, like I got to be on that shit. Like, I, ooh, but that shit's so good right now, bro. I'm telling you, you got to catch up, bro. I'm going to do it. I'll probably do it. And Justin, you Justin, got you got to fucking start Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight. Uh, oh all right. Appreciate the uh, recommendation. Uh, all right, bro. Let's jump into these topics, though. Who want to start us off in topics? We got, got some for me. Anybody? I'm, I'm assuming y'all ain't got no topics, so I'll, I'll go. I, well, I do. So I, I'm, I'm I asking. Topics. I can always start off, but I always let y'all start off. You all, you always let us start. So why don't you go first, motherfucker? All right. Um, have y'all been caught up on this well have y'all i didn't know about it until recently but i guess it's been everywhere uh the gabby petito case bro i, I, I literally just found about out about that shit instagram. yesterday i saw something about it on instagram yeah, and i saw uh, apparently her body got found but i don't know what the fuck happened <laughs> yeah so they found her body but just so y'all know, y'all are y'all so y'all know about it though y'all know like, I, the, heard, I don't know the situation i, I literally bro so I literally just heard about this shit yesterday, bro. I heard my mom talk about the shit. She asked me, she's like, you know about this? I'm like, no. Nah. Then I got home, opened Twitter, and that's literally the first thing I saw. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? So go ahead, okay, break so, it down for me. Okay, so, well, Jess broke the shit down for me yesterday, or the day before yesterday, because she was reading up on it. And um, But, okay, so apparently this girl, she, her and her boyfriend, um... They went hiking or somewhere. They 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 kind of do that a lot. They go take trips all across the country, hiking and tenting and camping out places, whatever the case may be. Um, they went camping. Um, she normally is somebody that's really active on social media. She calls her mom, <laughs> like she talks to her mom every day. I think they went hiking on the twenty fifth of August, if I'm not mistaken. Um, nobody heard from her. That was the last day people heard from her. Was on the twenty fifth. Um, the guy, a boyfriend, didn't return back, uh, came back here, um, on, like, the first with her car without her, um, 
and they were asking her, you know, asking him where he, where she was. And I guess he went through the whole investigation period where, you know, they just declared her missing. So then this like big ass manhunt went out, uh, went down for her. Uh, I don't know what happened with him. I guess he was just chilling because he wasn't under arrest. Uh, because they didn't find her body. So it, it wasn't a homicide at that point. It was still just missing persons. Uh, but then people have been like, I don't know. I, I know, uh, just was telling me that like people that were near them where they were camping at the time, uh, that they were just posting, you know, footage from their trip or whatever the case, other people, uh, trying to piece together when the last time that girl was spotted or where they were. Uh, last to try to find her body or find her because you know it was in this big forest somewhere in Washington, uh, some big national park. I don't know what it was called exactly. Washington, uh, yeah, uh, Grand Tinton. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and that's where she was. So now they found a body. Her body just popped up. Uh, they can't find the boy. He's gone. He's in the wind. So now the boyfriend is in a win and there's a manhunt for him all over. Um, obviously she's dead, so now this is a homicide. Okay. But yeah, so they were just they were searching so for her for me, a while. Let me let me let me tell y'all this right now. Let a motherfucker take my daughter on a trip and come back in her car, and my daughter is not in that motherfucker. And I say, Thank where you. is she? And he said, I don't know. That motherfucker not gonna make it to the investigation. I promise you. I Thank you. Promise. He's dead as hell. I, that that was I was confused by. I, I was like, I don't so know like, even. Bro, if something went wrong, bro, like you better like call me immediately right, before yeah. you start pulling yeah, up in this car. Exactly. Like the, I better. The fact, the fact that you did not call and you can make the argument of oh, like he probably didn't have service. You better immediately drive the fuck home and tell me what the fuck happened, bro. Like that that that, oh, that should tell you right there that this motherfucker definitely did that shit. Yeah, so his the boyfriend name is Brian uh, Laundry. Yeah, Laundry. definitely Brian. Yeah, I hope I said it's yeah, definitely. He, he did it's it. Yeah, so if you see him, um, if you you know this case is everywhere. The girl name is Gabby Petito. So if you search her name, you'll see a picture of him pop up. I'm sure uh, they're still looking for him. Oh, hell no. He's I'm pretty sure. A lot of people are assuming that... Because, like like, like he, I said... I'm looking at a picture of him now. He looked like he did that shit. <laughs> yeah, so they said a lot of people... Because they, they were known to go, you know, travel and go to these national parks and camp out and stuff. A lot of yeah, people were yeah. just saying that he probably went and suicided somewhere. Because uh, he's been in a win. He'd been in a win for a minute. Which, you know, it, it takes a while to search a big-ass national park shit. They're going to find 10 other bodies looking for this nigga, if that's yeah, the okay. case. Um, so, you know. Well, that's sad, bro. I mean. It is. Uh, you know, condolences to her family. Yeah. I, it's been so fucking many. I tell Jess that all the time. Uh, speak. I hate when Jess, like, goes out at night or do anything by herself when it's, like, nighttime. Because I feel like it be sold me. Every time I go on Twitter, Instagram, any social media, it's always somebody reposting a missing person shit or oh God, find this person or I can't find my cousin, whatever. I'm bro. just like, bro, that shit is crazy as fuck. Bro, I was that ass. I'm like terrified to like have like, and I know we said this a lot, but like I'm terrified to have a daughter, not because of like, bro, that's hey, that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. Bro. I was literally having that conversation. With yeah, you. it's more, it's more, it's more them, but they taking guys too, man. They taking little boys. 
two. Yeah. For sure. But like in this so, situation, like I feel like it's harder, yeah, yeah. harder to get taken advantage of as a man than it is in like in this situation. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I understand. I, understand. I just I just know me personally, like kudos to her parents for not killing this motherfucker when he came back without her. It cannot have been. Mm-hmm. I would be in prison right now. I am so sorry to say it on this damn podcast, but I would have killed this motherfucker straight up. Well, so, I'm yeah. dragging his head into the police station. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, look, I'm turning myself in. I killed a motherfucker. Y'all can go ahead. Put the handcuffs on me. I'm sorry. Yeah, that shit crazy. So, <laughs> now this guy's gonna win. Oh, they, they did have, like, a little history of um, domestic violence in their relationship. Oh, yep. There you go. Of course. Yeah, so. He is in the win now. Uh, so, I just hope they find this guy. And, like I said, goes to her family. And, you know, them. That shit sucks, though. Honestly, man, be careful. There's a lot of people going fucking missing. That ass. Keep your head on my swivel. Yes, sir. Uh, <coughs> next song. Uh, all right, for sure. So y'all saw about this uh this new proposed city? I think what? I posted in here. Uh, oh, yeah. I did see a little something. You saw that shit. Anyway, so uh, y'all know who uh, who Mark Laura is? He's a uh, no. or he used to be a Walmart executive. No clue. <laughs> anyway. He fucking uh, he proposed plans for a new four hundred dollar billion city from scratch in the desert. Um, basically, <coughs> his vision for the city is the cleanliness of Tokyo, the diversity of New York, and the social services of Stockholm. Uh, it's a hundred fifty thousand acre proposal that promises eco friendly architecture, sustainable energy production, and drought resistant water system. Well, along with what he calls a fifteen minute city design, so it take you fifteen minutes to get anywhere in the city. Uh, what were you saying? Oh, where? Mm-hmm. Uh, possible locations include Nevada, Utah, Idaho, Arizona, Texas, in the Appalachian region. But not put that motherfucker in Idaho. Nobody visiting that motherfucker. Oh, God. I no, would, I mean, Idaho. Idaho would not be a bad spot to be H because it's like it ain't shit there. So you you know, probably you're right. Out of all the states, they would probably take up the proposal the quickest you write. Yeah. Right yeah. Oh, God. Um, but I, I saw a little something about that. That shit is crazy, and it just gets me to thinking like, what shit? I can't really see what this shit will look right. like in the next twenty to thirty years. <laughs> like, what right. the fuck twenty fifty would look like? Because in twenty fifty, this city would be, if it did get approved, would be fully up. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and, so, and uh, so in the article, it said planners hope to approach state officials very soon with a view um, to welcome the first residents by twenty thirty. And the first phase of construction, which would accommodate 50,000 residents across 1,500 acres, is estimated to cost around $25 million. Um, and then the city would reach its target population of $5 million within 40 years. So in, 20, so in 2030, they have, what you say, 150,000 or 50,000? 50,000. That, that's, that's, that's a city, though. That's a small little city, though. Yeah. So in 2030, they have that small little city would be up and fucking running which is fucking crazy as hell which that's only 10 more years oh yeah fuck yeah but that's only 10 more years from now that shit's less to think about I don't know when the nigga trying to go to Mars 20 what what year was that I'm just saying the the render of this city bro this looks like this look this looks like some place I want to live for sure I mean it would be dope but like I said I think the cost of living would just be too high uh, that should be Seattle times too. I probably live in like in a, in a suburb next to it or something if the opportunity arose. Yeah, like living directly in that city. Well, they're gonna have they're gonna have they're gonna have uh, poles up or what's some shit? Not poles. What are they called? If y'all got some projects, nah. hit me up though. I'll be in there. 
<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> if every place got a project. What would they project be? It'd probably be nice. It'd probably be nice, too. Project would look like the inside of a new little Caesars. I mean, that kind of innovation, especially like when it, like, when you're, like uh, making it like eco-sustainable, too, um, in terms of cities, I think is the future. I think we should have been aiming towards that a long time ago. Uh, because I think, like, with all these climate change and stuff, like, we're already starting to see, like, finally the effect of, like, climate change and stuff. And so I think, like, we're, we're a little bit behind. But I can't complain that now we're finally starting to, you know, take it seriously and take the right stride. So I think it's a good Speaking of that, like, I, I remember they were talking about, like, this shit was, like, we were getting to a point where it was going to be irreversible. And I wouldn't doubt it. We were just going to be... We were going to just be dead. Like, I ain't heard nobody say nothing about that in a minute. It's going to be dead. <laughs> like, so we're just trying to figure out, is that still a thing? Or we just, like, what's up? I feel like ain't nobody said nothing about this shit. I think, I think we're not shit. taking it seriously enough as, like, a whole, like, society for it, us to be right. ever be able to reverse it at this point. So I think I, I think it's pretty much chalked. I think, I think that shit crazy. What we gonna have to do, niggas? And Lance Thano snap his fingers and shit. We dead. We done. Okay, so that's what I'm saying, bro. If it's chalk, we finna run out of natural resources. What are we about to do? Nah, like, nah, nah, nah. Hey, bro, look, that's it's not gonna, gonna that's not gonna happen in our lifetime, bro. Oh yeah, it ain't that's gonna not. happen in our, our lifetime, our kids' uh, lifetime, and their their kids' lifetime. I don't think. Uh, uh, man. I think we'll be fine. We gonna be fine. I can't say nothing about my great great grandkids, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Ah, uh-huh, you niggas gonna have to live with hash on. <laughs> I mean, honestly though, I don't know because we talking all this this crazy shit now. Like, my fucking asteroid could be in this bitch in the next eight years. <laughs> I don't know what movie I just saw. I just saw a movie that was like that. My fucking asteroid was coming towards Earth. Every fucking country shot a missile at it and blew that bitch up. And they was like, "Oh yeah, we did it." And the little dust from the asteroid contaminated the planet. <laughs> Made monsters every fucking where. <laughs> hey, uh, I was like, "Hey, hey, Justin, I saw uh, you've been watching uh, Manifest." Uh, I watched it. Uh, fucking like, I watched like the first seven episodes, ten for ten episodes maybe. Yeah, I haven't watched all of, of that shit. I thought it was pretty good. Like, I like the I like the premise. I always thought yeah. it got a good story. But for me, it's shit like real CW like, which is cool. Uh-huh. I don't always like though, and because of that, CW shows like I feel like, damn, this should have been it's eight like episodes so over the top, bro. Yeah, but yeah, it's too much. Where it's like I don't know. Hold up, how many seasons are out? Three. Damn, bro, three I don't seasons, know. Bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm like halfway through the first. I don't know if I'm gonna do another three seasons bro. of this shit. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I saw, I saw you started watching it, bro. I was like, huh, this look good, bro. So I had to start watching it, too. Yeah. But uh, I got, I'm like 20 episodes in that shit, and this shit is just like boring now, bro. Like, I had to yep. start watching it. Yep. That's why I, I, I got bored real quick, and I was just like, damn. Um, but yeah. Uh, I want to watch uh, Raising Canaan. Like, I'm starting watching that motherfucker huh? tonight. Uh, Raising Canaan. You need to watch that. That shit good. Uh. Fuck, bro. Yeah, I did the first episode. I, I gotta start. The, I gotta finish the rest though. Me and Charlie been watching that hoe, and um, 
I've been loving watching <coughs> because the um the frames per second people we like listening to have been reviewing it too. Yes, and I haven't watched it. I haven't heard a single episode, so I'm more excited to watch all of them bitches so I can <laughs> listen to go back right, and have some podcasts to listen to. Yeah, you know? you're talking to watch it. It's really, really good. Season finale uh, this weekend, actually. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, who got my next topic then? What is it, Sergio? Um, okay. Yeah. So I got a funny one. Sorry. Oh God! <laughs> Y'all like a really shit, bro. Okay. Alleg the headline, right? Bro. Uh-huh. Bro. Alleged pizza roll pooper apprehended after Oklahoma grocery store incident. Wait, what is he? Hey, bro. Hey, look. He just he just like the. Uh, oh my God. Go ahead, bro. Um, so a lady went to the store with her kids, um, and he says she opened you know, the freezer where the pizza rolls be. Uh, where her two daughters, um, she says she reached for a bag of the frozen pizza rolls, um, and she quickly discovered something else was in her hand. But she said, I picked up a bag of pizza rolls, and there was literally shit. And she said, human shit. <laughs> I grabbed the bag. I felt something mushy on my bag, so I turned it over, and there it was. I was upset. I was disgusted. I felt like I was violated. So apparently, this has been like a thing. This motherfucker has been doing. Like He has been going into stores. Shitting on bags of pizza rolls and putting it back on the other bag of pizza rolls. So when people pick it up, they touch it, his shit. Um, and they finally caught this motherfucker, and he has been arrested. This is an old ass white dude. Uh, I, of course it is, bro. Uh, so I just want to know, young, what y'all, what y'all think about the the pizza rolls? <laughs> hey, bro, look, hey, hold on. So y'all remember? Uh, oh God, I don't, I don't remember what fucking school it was, bro. But it's somewhere in fucking Canada, bro. Some dude was literally like walking around, like pissing on people. It's literally the same oh, shit. Oh. Hell no. Yeah. I don't remember that one, Chief. I would have had to beat the hell out of buddy. I would have had to see this thing with the pizza rolls too, bro. Oh, yeah. Ain't no, oh, bro. fuck no. Oh, God, bro. <laughs> hey, I would have been at that police station as soon as I would have saw that nigga switch sales. I would have stuck his ass, bro. And so, uh, like, it's no way you can violate my violate me like that, bro. And that shit personal. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> like I swear, I gotta get, I gotta get arrested bro, just to whip your I ass, bro. It's bro, no way. I just can't imagine. Like what? First of all, there's not a grocery store in Kansas that is empty enough for me to be able to get a bag of, of pizza rolls, shit on them, and put them back without somebody seeing this shit and being like, "What?" The That's what that? I'm saying. So how? That's what I'm trying to figure out. How the fuck is this happening? Because <laughs> no, see, he has to be like, I'm thinking, bro, no. Nah, it is no way. I, and when you said it, I was imagining him literally sitting in the aisle, shitting yeah, on a bag of pizza roll. See, but I just don't think he can. I like he has to be going to the bathroom, having that shit in his backpack right, already yeah. or some bro. Because if he's literally <laughs> doing that, I'm more mad. And then I gotta whoop everybody in Kroger ass <laughs> that day. I gotta whoop, my bro. I gotta whoop so many people ass if that's what he's doing. Because what the fuck is y'all at that he getting away with this shit? <laughs> At seven stores, y'all don't talk to each other. Y'all don't let the other stores know. That shit crazy, yeah. bro. I'm got, bro, that, all right. So that's some crazy ass shit, bro. And like, someone, I, that shit wild. I can't believe that shit. But anyway, I found this fucking story. So it was it was both at University of Toronto and uh and York University. Some dude was walking around with a bucket of shit and piss and just throwing it at people. Bro, I'm telling you, like I I, <laughs> I would have killed that motherfucker. 
I'm once again. All right. Once again, I'm dragging to the police station. I'm sorry for what I just did. Bro, this shit. This shit happened Sucks, one, two, four times, bro. Four times. See, okay, I would have okay, had to so, whoop his ass. So I would, not only would I whoop his ass, I would be mad if the, the people walking down the, the hallway with me didn't proceed to help me and whoop his ass. As, Everybody as, in the universe got to jump on his ass at that co- moment. As a collective, the high school I went to, as a collective, if we are settling for that bullshit, I shouldn't be going to the high school. And some. Everybody needs to jump in on beating this motherfucker's ass. If my if I am with friends, oh yeah, and that motherfucker do that, and the rest of you niggas are standing there with your hands in your pockets or running away from the shitty boo boo man, yep. I'm not <laughs> fucking with y'all no more, bro. Because we got that's what they name poo poo man, bro. We gotta, bro. I we gotta stop this nigga like we ain't never stopped it up, bro. We. Hey, hell no, that's the most disrespectful shit ever. That's crazy as fuck. No, but, I would rather you. I would rather get. I'd rather somebody sneak me. Like I yeah, rather. They say. They. <laughs> I rather get. They, they say you walk around with a blue hoodie, a highlighter yellow construction hat, and a beaming smile. That's how they describe it. I would. I would rather be a victim of. I would rather be a victim of. Point them out, knock them out. Oh my mama, bro! Do not do that shit to me. Bro, Come on, man. Like, what the? F- that's literally like the most disgusting shit in the world. Yeah, that shit kind of. And I'm, I'm glad that trend of uh, well, going back to like the grocery like store, dude. Yeah, that like that shit made me think of that. That licking ice what? cream. My mother was licking ice cream and yeah, putting that shit back. Yeah. And putting it back, bro. That was, like, that, was, that was. I think that was the thing. That was the thing. Made me stay away from TikTok for the longest time because that was like a trend yep. on TikTok. Was going that to was a trend on when, when TikTok first started. Yeah. When TikTok first started, that was a thing, and that everybody would start doing that shit everywhere, and that shit had me hey, disgusted, bro. Bro, I, bro, I, I remember don't... people were making a joke saying that that shit was what started COVID, bro. That's what it was. It was but... like right at the beginning. Uh, yep. Like that, hey, that yep. December to January period. You know, <laughs> they first started talking about that shit in the states, and then let's yeah, go. Yeah. Bro, so hold up though, bro. I don't be buying ice cream that much. Is that shit like not sealed? No, not if you no? put it in a tub. You just take them up, take the lid off, and you know you get to go. Yeah, that's something. I think more. I think I think some ice cream places start wrapping that shit in plastic, but all of them need to fucking do that. Because uh, just throw a layer of plastic around that shit because yeah. that is disgusting. I know, bro. like, um, like there's a drug called Lamentis that does it. Uh, like Ben and Jerry's has always wrapped that shit up. Uh, it be pissing me off sometimes. That wrap be tight as hell. Oh god! Um, but like, typically when you buy it in like um, one of those like tubs, which is what I usually buy, like you, they don't the blue bills, them the shit, blue bells, all that shit, like uh, unwrap free. Huh. Yeah, bro, that's just disgusting, bro. Um, that was a little trend for like a month or two, too. I remember that shit. That's a lot of motherfuckers was doing that shit. I just, a lot of motherfuckers ever, was getting arrested for it. <laughs> ever, ever since I read this, like I, I just have thought to myself, if I picked up a bag of pizza rolls and I felt and saw and smelled shit on my hand afterwards, what what would I do? And I, I would just, I don't know if I would finish shopping, bro. I think I'd just leave the store. And I think I would just. Hell, you better not. I'm, I'm fighting somebody, bro. You like, better not finish. I'm, you better not finish I'm, shopping. You I'm are the realest nigga ever if you store, finish your transaction after that. That's like falling in. That's like falling in the shower and then you keep showering. I, if I fall in the shower, I gotta get out. I gotta get out there, bitch, for a minute. 
Because, you know, you get one of them good ones if you fall both of your feet go in the air. One of them, one of them just, yeah, you got to get out the shower. Uh, take a break. Go shower later. And, 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 and then my another thing for me is like, what's the purpose? Why? Why would you do that? What are you gain, like, bro? Yeah, like, what are you getting from this? is an old-ass white man. Like, what? Bro, you're not even there to see them pick the shit up. So, like, why? What, what is the purpose of you fucking... Bro, he, he, he said, "Look, he got he sent he he senses it, bro. He like another one down." If I that shit was me, I would. Let's say it, bro. First off, I gotta whoop his ass. I gotta. I'm gonna hit his ass. I promise, I'm gonna go hit his ass. But if I find out he did that in store in the middle of the aisle, I'm going back and whooping everybody ass on that shift that day. Mm-hmm. Cause y'all all got me fucked up too, and the security guard—he super got me fucked up. I whooped the hell out of his ass, cause bro, that is crazy as hell. You gotta go get a tetanus shot that day. Oh my god, I wanna chop my damn hand off, bro. Yeah, bro. I don't even. I literally like you probably couldn't even. I'd rather I'd rather catch COVID. (laughs) Bro, you probably couldn't even like pay me to touch my own shit, bro. Like, I bro. I just, I, I could not. I, I would be so fucking mad. I probably would, I'd probably be so traumatized. I would do like, you know how you can order your groceries and just have a liberty yeah. on I swear to God. Yeah. Shit, a motherfucker would never shop at Kroger again. Another day is like. I'm not going back to that store ever again. And matter of fact, that store, damn, you're going to run me my fucking money. Goddamn yeah, I might, I might that's, have that's to That's what I'm saying, bro. No, I'm, I'm not leaving without sue. my money. I feel like you can sue for that. Cause that gotta be a security thing. Look, what I'm saying, know, how does this I don't happen? Know if you can sue the store, though. I mean, if he taking sue it somebody, in, if he taking it into the bathroom, bringing it back like in a coat, like in a coat or something, and then putting it back, that, that's not the store's fault. See, and, and you but know, what? Do, I, I I gotta see that it's that. But like you said, this shouldn't happen a couple times. Grocery stores have fucking cameras, so I'm like, what grocery yeah. stores is this motherfucker hidden? That these things are not seeing him, or like I want—I gotta see how he's doing this shit. I really don't even want to see how he's doing it because it's gonna make me mad. But I—I <laughs> I would need to see how he's doing this shit because that's all I'm like. I could not literally imagine this man being in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> shit, well, somebody no. definitely would have. Somebody would have been like, "Ah, oh, excuse me." So, so okay, so then if you were that person that saw him in the aisle doing that shit, you mean to tell me you gonna say something? You gonna walk away? I'm definitely finna go snitch. I'm gonna be like, yo, <laughs> I need some juice. It's a nigga shit though, Al Seven. <laughs> no cap. It's a nigga shit. I don't know what you, I know you got security, but. <laughs> you just gonna tell, you just gonna tell the nearest motherfucker next to you, you didn't play the <laughs> Hey, no, I'm gonna little, I'm trying to go find a nigga with the blue apron on. Wait, yo, it's a nigga shit in Al Seven. I don't know what you gonna do exactly. For you guys to tell somebody. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what you're going to do, but... Uh... Hell oh, no, that shit. I might quit my job if I walked in on some... Oh, love your boss. God. And I see, that... You know what? Them be the type of managers. Your manager at fucking Kroger be like, <laughs> Hey, Justin, go. can you go handle... Hell no, no Jerry. I'm <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, there should, there, should be, wanna... there should be some wipes and a mop in the back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, Take on my apron, too. <laughs> we are quick that day. <laughs> oh, we are quick that day. Yeah, that's crazy, oh, bro. I wonder how much time he gonna do for that. How much time do you think gonna be in jail for that? 
I don't know, bro. Man, they gotta get this nigga three attempted murder charges. <laughs> <laughs> At least. <laughs> ain't, ain't no way. Hey, he gotta go to jail for three lifetimes. Hey, he, he gotta go to super jail. Hey, that shit crazy as hell. For real. Oh, fuck. Man, that's nuts. And it's so, you know what? It's crazy to think motherfuckers actually do that shit. Like, what, hey, what was he? What state was that? What state did you uh, say? Oklahoma, bro. Oh, man, that's crazy. I just knew it was at you right now. I thought that shit was Florida. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, hey, in Florida, I think he but... is from Florida, bro. Man, that shit nuts as fuck. That's crazy. All right, man. Let's see. Another topic. Another topic. Another topic. I think I had another one there. I know uh, Sir's got something better than that up his sleeve, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to lighten the mood a little bit. I got two more. Yeah. Um, that shit is funny a, as fuck. Deep one. I got a deep one, and then I got a, a something along the lines of what Ricky said about the city, like futuristic type. Mm-mm. Oh, you mad? Hit, hit me uh, one of my drugs. Let's try with this uh, deep one. Okay. Um, so the deep one is uh, there was a socio- sociological study on like. Um, you know, what love means to different people, like, their cultures and um, and, uh, they said, like, out of the, like, 166 cultures that they observed, they got 147 different answers, unique answers, um, about, you know, what love is to, for other people, and so one of the big things that they ask you when you read the article, um, uh, about the study is to ask yourself, you know, what, what do you think, um, characterizes like when you like somebody what do you think characterizes when you're uh in love with somebody and then what do you characterize as (sighs) you loving somebody and so that was my question for y'all is like those three stages right of like like in love love how do y'all differentiate those and when do you know you've reached each point okay uh I'm about to have to light the blunt back up and get deep on you real quick. <laughs> Shit. Yo, I don't even know, bro. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Then. You got some? Yeah, go first. Right. Go first. Um, so, for me, when I when I like somebody, I'll know because I'm initially like not super like. <clears throat> touchy right like i like it uh, like i know when i'm like first engaging with somebody um that if i like them or not because i will like i I have like i'm on a mission right like it might not be that i just like i'm trying to fuck immediately like eventually i know okay i want this to be physical when i really do like somebody it's more so like i'm trying to get to know you as a person so i ask a lot of questions and like i like genuinely care like you know when you ask a girl like oh how was your day but you don't really give a fuck like really you know what i mean yeah Uh, so like if i genuinely care about that kind of shit and like how you're doing and like what's bothering you and stuff like that that's what i'm starting to be like okay like i i I genuinely think i do like this um when i'm when i think i'm in love with somebody um is when i um i think for me it's it's sort of um, like the, the physical attraction is there. Um, like I don't, you know, I don't think about anybody else, you know, period. Like all I can think about is, okay. Um, I want to see this person. I want to be around this person. Um, and this person genuinely makes me feel like at peace and happy. 
Um, and so that's sort of when I, I started to feel like I, um, not that I'm like dependent on this person at this stage, but like I really do, like, I feel like I'm at my best when I'm with this person. Um, and then for me, when I'm like, love, love, um, for me, that's like when I'm like, every day is spent, all right, when am I seeing this person next? Or like, when am I going to be around this person next? I can't wait to get off work just so I can like see this person. Um, that's like, we like this, like you are my, my best friend. Like, and that's, that's for me, like why I don't feel like I've reached that point with a lot of significant others just because like there's been significant others where I've had where like I can take them in doses. Like I can be around you for a certain <sighs> point and then like, I'm, I'm good. I'm cool on you. Like I'm good. But then there's others where I've been like, yo, like I genuinely like 24 seven, it don't matter. Like we can have a day in at the house and do genuinely nothing. And like, I'm content, I'm happy. Um, and this is where I want to be. So that's usually my three differentiations. There's obviously other factors that play into it, but like for me, like, um, I think that quality time aspect and like how much, like I can be around you and confide in you has always been like my biggest like thing, even being on like the physical attraction and stuff like that. Okay. What about you, uh, that's cool. <coughs> um, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I kind of tuned out everything you said because I was thinking. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, for me, bro, like I feel like when I like someone, bro, like I'm I'm a really introverted person, so mm-hmm. I hate, absolutely hate being around people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unless I like you, obviously. So, like, I feel like if I'm, I don't know, if, if I don't mind being around you, bro, then you you know it's cool. Like I, I like I like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's how I would describe it. Um, love. I feel like if it's if I'm comfortable being around that person, because I feel like those are two completely different things. Like I don't mind spending my time with someone, but that doesn't mean I'm also comfortable spending my time with that person. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like if I can just sit next to you and we're doing nothing, not saying nothing, I feel like that's like a form of love for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and I, I did catch like the last part of what you said for in love though is like when you when I want to see that person, you know, when I feel like they make me a better person, you know, I just I really just want to spend like most of my time with them. All right, married man, what's up? Ah, Jesus, um, bro, you're getting. You, you well, get too though, bro. Hold up. Hold up. Well, I actually, I shut your eyes up. I actually took this a little differently. Um, well, so for me, when I like somebody, um, <clears throat> just I guess getting to know them because um, I don't. I don't really care too much about other people. Like I, I, I I'm, I'm introverted in the sense I'm socially un- anti-social. Like I'll have a small circle of people I really fuck with, and it's people I fuck with, but it's a real small group of people that I would talk to on a day-to-day basis. So if I like you, you're gonna be in that small group. So you are gonna know that I like you if you, if I, if you texted me throughout the week. Especially if you're a girl, you text me throughout the week. You already know I like you because I hate texting. And I hate calling. So if you you texted me and calling me up throughout the week, especially if I'm not like seeing you physically, you know I like you uh, just from them interactions. Um, so uh, in love, though, I took in love is just um, definitely when I'm getting to know that person. I, I think that's when I fall in love with somebody. Um, I, a lot of my favorite times I spend with uh, the person that I'm getting to, uh, getting to know or and falling in love with could be like shit to them, us talking family stories and her telling me about her past and her telling me about her passions and shit like that. Like that shit is what gets me. 
Uh, so for me, that's when I know I'm falling for you. And I start to think about that a lot when I'm like, damn, I wonder where she get this from. I wonder what it was like for this for her when I'm like super interested and I'm starting to care a lot more than I care about most other people. That's when I know I'm like in love with you. Um, and just being and just love in general is just having that consistency. Um, I think you can definitely be with somebody and not be uh, in love with them and have love for them. I think those are two different things because being in love with somebody takes work. It's like it, it's something you're constantly doing. Like, I don't think you can say you in love with somebody when you don't show it in no type of way. A lot of people like to throw the word love out just any fucking time. I don't. So when I say it, I mean it. So to me, you can have love for somebody and be, you know, whatever the case may be. So I don't know. Okay. Um, so then my next question then, Justin. Ricky, I'm sorry. You can't really answer. I know you got a little crush or something at least. Um, so Justin, with the, the current partner that you're with, um, mm-hmm. when did you, what events like brought about the three stages for you? Um, if it's rated X, don't say shit, but if, if oh, no. you hit those three <laughs> stages with Jeff. Uh, freaking, let's when see. like her, when were you in love, and when were you like, I love So, when I first, when I, 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 when I first saw Jess, like, pictures, I was like, Ooh. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. you know, I, I thought she, I thought Jess was really good. She yeah. caught my eye uh, physically, and um, her caption was funny, and it was witty, and it was like, it was funny, witty, and smart, and sarcastic, all at the same fucking time. And I find that shit super attractive. A sarcastic humor is my like favorite type of humor. Uh, so like, I, I find that shit really attractive. So you know, I hit her up. And she hit me back, and now we are, we are. So, but I we started to talk, and me just getting to know her as a person, and knowing the things that she likes and the things that uh, she don't like, and you know where she came from. I, I got interested, so I know I started to like her. Um, me and her started to spend a lot of time together um, early on. Um, so for me, me and Jess only been together for like on and off two years, uh, but it really felt like. To me, it feels like fucking five. Uh, that's because we were spending so much time together early on in our relationship. Uh, so I started to fall for her quickly because me and her get to know each other and getting to know all this stuff. Like I said, like me and her took a trip to Nashville, I mean Knoxville one time, and on the way back, me and her talked about you know my favorite summer of all time of my life, and she was telling me about her her family history, her aunties, and uncles, and I think about that shit all the time. It's like one of my favorite memories I have to this day with just. Um, and I was like, I knew in that moment and in other moments that I was like, damn, I'm falling for this girl, like quick as shit. And, um, just being with her now and like, and when I'm not with her, <laughs> realizing that I need her by me in some form. And even when I'm not with her, how she still support me and how she still show her love for me in 10 million different ways. I know that I'm in love with her. I know I love her. Uh, and I know we at this stage now where we just trying to grow our love and, keep continuing this shit as long as we can. Jess, you're welcome for me asking that question because I know you're smiling <laughs> wide as shit listening to this episode. So. <laughs> you're welcome. God damn it. Thank you. Like, uh, Rick? What's up? Uh, Alright, I guess I can answer. Um, Shit, so, I don't know, I guess... For me, like when I when I like realized that I liked her, it was like 
when I first, you know, like came across her, bro, for the, to be honest with you, like, we had a lot of common interest. So, you know, I knew that she was a cool person and someone that, you know, I could definitely be around. Um, hold on, hold on. Which, which, which one are we talking about? You know exactly who I'm talking about. And it may not be. I'm not going to say that. Start with an E? It do. I'm leaving. Right, hey, just nah, bro. Get time. your nah, bro. Get yours off, bro. My young man, he he gone through this too. Get yours off, young lover. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Nah, but the first time I, you know, thought about like, oh wow, you know, I might actually love this person. It's like the first time I saw her. Um, like actually saw her and hung out with her. Um, there's just like a sense of comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's just like what I really look for in a person. Um. And, um, I guess in love, bro, it was like, she helped me through some stuff with my dad. Um, like I was just really struggling for a couple of weeks and, you know, she opened up to me about like her past and some of the struggles that she had went through. And I don't know. I just realized it's kind of like when it happened. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you, man. Uh, An emotional connection. I'm assuming I got an answer on my girlfriend going to smack me upside the nail head when she looked at it though, so... Uh, so, uh, for me, um, like when I first met Charlie, uh, I went over to her place and she was like making dinner and everything. Um, immediately knew I liked this girl because, you know, like I said before, like if I'm not, if I don't see anything like within you, like I'm not trying to talk like about shit. Like, there's no point in me like confiding in you and you know, ask and shit. Like I'm not trying to hear that. Um, yeah. Like we literally sat like after we ate, we sat on our couch for literally I I bullshit y'all not like four hours just talking about like her aspirations with her art, uh, my aspirations with esports and like what I was doing within my career, um, and, like a journey to how I got there and like both our families and different things like that. Um, and it just flowed like there was no like awkward moments or anything. We were laughing. Um, and it was like the most natural, like first conversation I had ever had with anybody ever. Um, and so that's sort of when I knew I was like, damn, I fucking like this girl. I fucked up because if y'all remember when I moved down here, I told you, I was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not doing that shit. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I, that's when I realized like, damn, like, I fucked up. I, I like this girl. And so, um, then like a lot of times from that point on, like obviously me and Charlie live like 45 minutes apart. And so a lot of times it's a completely give back and forth, uh, but we always managed it pretty well. And so, um, like in previous relationships and stuff, um, like my hobbies and like, even like, you know, the grind to get to the career I wanted was always like a hindrance. Right. So for instance, like with my ex, like a lot of times I would stream, uh, and she'd be like, Oh, you're always streaming. You never, you know, give me attention and this and that and stuff like that. And so that would be like a, a big thing for me where, um, I felt like I wasn't being validated in that regard. And I felt like it, it didn't really matter. Um, and so when I realized I was in love with Charlie was when, uh, one day I had like a, uh, one of my teams was playing at, at the school and I had to be like really, really, uh, late to whatever me and her were going to do that day. And it was so late that I was like, yo, like I might have to, you know, chalk it for the night or whatever. Um, and I remember, uh, she came literally, I think she, I don't know. I think I bought like Casey's pizza or something and she's like, okay, I'll just come there. Um, and so I literally got us Casey's pizza. We sat in my office and then we watched like the game for the night. Uh, she did not complain one time, never. She And she had to work early the next morning. Um, and did not complain one time, did not say, you know, anything about, you know, being out there late. Um, she was just happy to be there to support me and what I was doing. And so that's when I was like, damn, like, that's like something I've never really had before. 
um, with the mm-hmm. relationship. Uh, he said, mm-hmm, like he knew. <laughs> no, bro, no, I, I feel that, bro. That that yeah. support is that's definitely important. a that's difference maker, bro. Uh, especially like you know working in esports and stuff, because there's a lot of people that I could date that would easily like try to discredit that shit, and that like is not real. Um, and so that was like a big thing for me. I realized that I was like, okay, I think I'm definitely. in love with this person. Um, and then when I when I, I think when I realized I loved her. Um, I think it was when we took it. Um, damn, I think we, it was when we were on our, our. We took a trip to Denver together, um, and I think we had went. And I'm not gonna lie to y'all, we were like high out of our minds, yo. Um, and I remember <laughs> we were like, we were sitting there and just literally just laughing. Um, and um, and then also that same night, she took me out to this dinner. Um, at this fancy like Italian place, and if y'all know me, you know I don't let people do shit for me ever, like, ever, especially when it comes to, like paying for stuff. Never in life do I let people do shit for me. Um, and so like that was a big step for me in itself, you know, for me to go out to dinner and like let her pay and all this stuff. Um, and once again, she did not complain once. She was just like, I want you to enjoy this because you never like you never treat yourself, um, and you never let other people treat you. Um, and so, you know, her ability to, like, read me and know, like, sometimes that, you know, deep down, I guess a part of me does like to be spoiled in some kind of manner, right? Um, even when I don't realize it myself, I thought it was really dope. And so I was like, damn, I, I really, really fucked up because I love that girl. Um, but that was sort of my my journey through it. Um, and I think the important thing to take from this conversation, you know, with all three of us is that we all had different timelines, right? And I hate when people put, like, timelines on oh you can't love this person yet or wow like it's taking so long you don't love this person yet you know what i mean and i think that um it's dependent on the person dependent on the two people because like justin said him and jess were together 24 7 and so he started falling for her quick you know it might have taken ricky a minute because it took him a minute to to meet the person and for me it was like a little bit in the middle right we were spending so much time together uh, but at the same time both of us were fucking scared of commitment and shit so we didn't want to say anything for the longest time um, and so I think, you know, that's like a, that's why I wanted to bring the, the topic up is just c- to show people that like, there's variety in that and that's okay. Um, in terms of like those, those, I don't want to call them labels, but like those like, um, checkpoints in relationships, I feel like. I feel you on that, bro. I feel you on that. All right. Um, do we have any more topics? Yeah, I got one more. Uh, this, oh yeah, you had one. Yeah, you did have one more. This will be a quick one, but it's it's uh it's like futuristic like um restaurant tech. So like McDonald's and Chick Fil A are, are the main ones that are on the article that they're talking about. Um, and so that is uh, saying that fast food places are pretty soon here going to be trying to speed up uh, orders with like newly introduced like technology. Um, and it's saying that you can so. The technology doesn't scan your face, but when you go to a drive-thru, it's going to be like a, almost like a toll booth. Um, and so you're going to have a decal on the front of your like windshield. It's going to scan it and it's going to take like your, um, um, it's going to take your, your order. So what you usually order and it's going to get it right out to you, uh, if you choose to scan it. Um, and it'll be like on a conveyor belt type system. Um, and so a lot of people were on the fence about this saying like, I don't know if I want that kind of like reach of you know, security, like, on my car, like, is this going to save other kinds of information, like, you know, my license plate number and stuff like that, um, but, you know, I thought it was pretty dope, um, and I definitely think that, um, 
you know, it, it could be something like for the future. Because I think the fast food industry in general is going to be something that changes over time as technology comes through. So I wanted yep. you know, to know, like, if, if this became a thing and y'all could have decals on your cars that, like, had your order, you scan it, you go through the drive through quicker. As a quicker alternative, right? You still have your traditional alternative where you can be in the line at McDonald's for fucking hours. But, you know, you also... When is the last time you were waiting for an hour at fucking McDonald's, Sergio? Shit. You ever been to Oxford, Mississippi, motherfucker? God damn it. Yeah, I, I, listen. On a, on a, you know what? I ain't, even gonna, I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. I know that McDonald's over there in Lawrence be fucking slammed. Yeah, be popping too, yeah. God damn it. And so, like, it, I, I think plenty of areas that, it, you know, it can be like that at times. Even, like, oh, my God, Justin. Like, South Haven Popeyes even. Like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. There's plenty. I oh, think there's Popeyes plenty always be long as hell. Yeah, I think there's plenty of, of, of use for it. Um, so nah, yeah, so with y'all, so do y'all think y'all would use this at all, or would you just go to traditional? I, personally, personally, I would not use this shit because I don't feel like I eat fast food enough. I can't remember mm-hmm. the last time I went to a fucking McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can definitely see it being useful. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would probably use it, but not, not like. I wouldn't be in the first group of people that's using that shit. Like, I, I would wait a while before I use some shit like that. But, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, for me, I think I would use it. I think I would use it only when it looks like the line is, like, too fucking long. Uh, yeah. Or, like, I need to stop and get something, like, really quick. But my thing is, right, is, like, I, like how do I know I'm going to want this particular order every time? You know what I mean? Like, you, you put that as my decal because it's, like, my my order that I usually get, but like, what if I don't want that? What if I don't switch it up for today? You know what I mean? Then I got to go do mm-hmm. normal shit. And I feel like that sort of defeats the purpose. Um, so yeah. I think I would use it. Like if I just wanted something quick, like me and Charlie going to Chipotle, which like we always get the same shit and there's a drive through fine. Uh, but like at a lot of places, I do like to switch it up every now and then. Like when I used to eat Chick-fil-A like that, I would get different stuff depending on how I was feeling. Um, so for me, I don't think it would make a lot of sense, but I do know there's a lot of people that use fast food like on a regular, even if it's for like going to McDonald's in the morning to get breakfast before work and stuff. That I think definitely benefit, especially because you're waiting those long like morning rush McDonald's lines and stuff like. That. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's interesting though. Um, so okay, so if y'all wouldn't use this, what kind of technology would you create to make it quicker at fast food? Right um. Oh no! It, it needs to have fast. We literally, we literally you know have exactly the technology that we that we need, bro. Like, all these restaurants have their own fucking app for the most part that you can just put your order in and pull right up, bro. It's just that no one utilizes it. Yeah, but then that makes my food cold. But they need order to, it sooner do you get in there, then that's uh, your own fucking problem. They need to build a uh, build a fast food joint like uh, banks with the little shoots. Everybody go to the <laughs> yeah. Put like five of them holes. Look, look, look. You get like five of them holes. I bet the line be stooming. Yo, I know your nuggets about to be all over your damn bag. Motherfuckers. Nah, they're going to put a little clip on it, bro. You know, cheese fries. This is going to be the nastiest looking pod you ever seen. It's going to be ketchup all over them. Oh, God. Um, it's going to take a couple practice, uh practice back. Remember, remember that Jimmy Neutron episode where they went to that restaurant and like held out their tongue and then they like scanned their tongue for what they were like feeling that day? Like, yeah. Man, that shit would be lit as fuck, bro. That shit would 
That shit would be so fucking lit if they did that. That shit would be lit as fuck until one of the robots chop their fuckers. <laughs> Take them off the tongue at your throat. And I, I couldn't do no shit like that. Like, fucking... A motherfucker had to have a little scan gun or something. Like, it couldn't be no robot. Like, no actual robot no, not, coming up bro. to scan. Fuck no, bro. I ain't... Soon as we see... That's what y'all think we're not gonna get close to. They build it, bro. They just talk... It's so many fucking robots that can do front flips and pick up guns and fuse bombs. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm telling y'all, this Will Smith shit, I, I saw the iRobot the other day, I rewatched that shit. It's about to get like that, and I'm ready for these niggas. They're not getting me. They are not getting me. They are, I, no, hey, you think, you think I'm playing me and Jess are the side? We was like, bet, we're gonna leave Otis this big ass, we're gonna knock over his tub of food, we're gonna fill up the bathtub of water, because we can't take that nigga with us. Oh, Yo, boy. what the fuck is wrong with y'all? We go out, bro. Uh huh. Let's be real. Let's be real. Because I was seeing this shit. I was watching, oh, whatever fucking movie I was talking earlier that I saw. It was on Hulu. Um, this nigga had a dog with him. Like, if it's a zombie apocalypse or some end of the world type shit. I'm not leaving, bro. You taking this nigga I'm with you, bro. bro. Oh, he took okay. oh, you getting smoked, bro. The motherfucker click clack monster. Especially, look. Especially, what's that? You can't make no noise. Oh, you bringing this big okay. click like you the first nigga in there. You the first nigga in there. Hey, bro, Justin, fire, Justin. That's, different. that's aliens, motherfucker. Ain't no damn zombie. <laughs> bro, look, Justin, all I got to say is I now know why this motherfucker was always trying to get in my room, bro. Look, get his fuck away from your ass, bro. You know I'm just being there, honest. Bro. I'm a fucking realist, bro. This nigga can't go with us because I already know we're going to be on some shit where... And same situation for Sergio ass. Gonna get some shit where, hold up, we gotta be quiet. We need to be quiet and motherfucker. And all this ass gonna see a motherfucker's on me and be, Wah! and that's gonna be you know, a <laughs> wrap and a half for the rest of us niggas. And I'm not about to die because of Otis. Lord, I'm, right. I'm straight. I'm straight. <laughs> well, I uh, will definitely be bringing Brock along the journey. Uh, but uh, with that being said, Brock is on thin ice. So if he get me caught one time. I'm going to set his ass, ass free real quick. I'm lose at that point. Uh, right. I don't, I don't, I'm not. I'm not gonna, here, bro. It's just not happening. I got. I just think it's safer to leave at the house, and then when I get straight, I try to wrap it back around and come get my nigga. He's not I gonna can't. be there, bro. How you know? If I, bro, because we have a big. Uh, I'm thinking with Otis though, because we have a big ass thing of dog food. And I'm thinking we. Dump that whole thing out on the floor, and then because others don't eat that often, and then we fill the bathtub up with water. I think my niggas might be straight for at least yeah. a week and a half. Lord, yeah, that that shit would not work for Brock, but he gonna devour that hole in twenty minutes. Exactly. So for a nigga like Brock, that would not work. Otis would sit there. He, uh, bro, he only eat when he get hungry. Dead ass. So like right now, his bowl is full. Like, he just ain't only eat when he get hungry. So, I'm thinking me and just got, like, 10 days to go get our shit together. Wrap back around, come get my little dick. That's what I But are you really going to risk your life to come get him? Yeah. Bro, someone going to come in and take his ass and go eat him, bro. Like, what? You know, well, that, both of them I'm saying, bro, I'd rather, but I don't know what the situation, because if you being realistic, if the situation was right now, I don't know. what it, I don't know. Say fucking even half of the planet or half a uh, third of the planet. Right. Even if the third of the planet right now all turned into zombies, this shit would get real. What we doing? What are we going to do right now? 
Like, what are no, niggas gonna I do? I feel like Brock can fuck a zombie up, bro. That's why I'm bringing him. Otis, he might get. Yeah, she. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Brock, could, Brock could get you one. Yeah. Otis is not giving me nobody. <laughs> Man, when so, I'm like, you nobody, I swear to God. That, that nigga ain't. He only getting me caught, and I can't have that out there, bro. <laughs> So that's what that's what we came to. We came to the conclusion the other night when we were smoking the blunt. It's just like it was like a while ago. We came to this shit like a couple months ago. But it's like, yeah, we got to leave this nigga at the house. <laughs> Cause he was just barking. He'd be barking at nothing sometimes. I'd be like, nah. I love him, but Alright, man. That's the only time. Right, I know, DMP. DMP, yeah, I don't even think that was that one even part of shit. Uh, what the fuck were we even talking about? I don't even know what we. I don't know how we got there, but <laughs> <laughs> just DMP this motherfucker up though. Oh shit, okay. bro! Uh, we got two as usual from Reddit. As usual, I will read the entire story and then we will give our advice. Um, so the first one comes from Who Cat God. Um, nah, bro. Let me take this one, bro. Let me t- let me take this one because they a bitch for real. I'm just reading this title. I don't like this bitch. Okay, go ahead, bro. Uh. I, this first joint titled, My Friend Basically Uses Me As Her Therapist. Alright. From Who Can't God. Uploaded four hours ago. She complains 24-7 like nonsense. Oh, this is, re- oh, this is recent. Yeah. All the ones I get <laughs> there's, not even, there's not okay. even reason to. We live in a suburb and go to an amazing school and her family is wealthy. Mm. I don't think I said anything other than, oh, that's terrible. Or, I'm so sorry. Or any other form of reassurance in like a month. I've also got shit going on, but I realize that people don't want to hear me complain constantly. I need advice on how to explain that. I can't be a therapist, but I also not lose a friend. I also okay. realize that's ironic, and I'm complaining about another person complaining, but I usually am pretty cheerful and upbeat, and I'm tired of people dumping their problems on me. I literally just got a text saying she's crying because her mom wants to take her to David Buster's. Never mind, she's not complaining about her mom only got her one Xbox. What you think, Justin? All right. Um, I mean, so what? What the advice we're giving this person is how to talk to the friend. Yeah, she doesn't. And tell the friend. She doesn't want to lose her friend, but she doesn't want motherfuckers jumping all her shit, their shit on her. So what should she do? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. What's what's this girl name? I want to. Pool cat god. Pool cat god. Uh, right, bro, you got, I, I got some shit to say if you, you yeah. want to go right now. Alright, bro. First of all, you a bitch. Just because you live in the suburbs and go to an amazing school and her family's wealthy, Damn! you have to invalidate her problems, bro. Like, that. that's some fucked up shit. But if she really out here complaining about how her mom will take her to David Buster's, then she kind of a bitch, too. Hey, and, but, like... Let me tell you something. If I, if I was in a birds with a wealthy family, a lot of my problems in high school would have been pretty fucking... Pretty fucking. You can't. We can't. Yeah, see, of course. We can't downplay. Hey, look, look. You can go look bro, at. Bro, that doesn't mean that she can't have her problems too, bro. Like you can't look. just invalidate how someone else is feeling. I agree, but in comparison to a lot of other motherfuckers in high school, like for her to be complaining, she literally gave two examples. You got mad because your mom only bought you one Xbox, Ricky. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. No, that's some bullshit. Hey, I ain't I gonna go lie to you. And if this is what she complaining about, then uh. No, I'm saying it, it depends on what she's complaining about. Like I said I, I'm not gonna down downplay her problems because it, it could be on some all American type shit. Just because you're rich don't mean shit. You know what I mean? It could be on rich. some all American type. Rich, goddamn it, he was. He, he was, not he was okay. I ain't talking. 
I ain't talking about his motherfucking ass. I'm talking about Jordan. And I'm talking about Jordan and the rest of their ass. Look, all his friends. I'm talking about the rest of them niggas. Yeah, they all got those type of problems. Um, so, yeah, if the girl's complaining a lot, because a lot of people do hate that shit. I, I, I've had somebody tell me that one time. I didn't know. I, like, honestly, I didn't know I was complaining to them, honestly. Uh, but they was like, damn, you always be down dumping your problems on me and fucking. I don't never get to say shit. And they felt really bad and it really upset them because you do have to realize motherfuckers are going through their own thing too. So motherfucker not trying to constantly hear about your shit, especially if it is some shit as David Busters or another Xbox, which I think she just, I think this girl, whoever wrote that was kind of being exaggerating too, but she said that, um, but a person can complain a lot and it can be wearing down on you as a friend. Uh, and sometimes that person doesn't notice it. Uh, it me, I've always been real nigga. I don't know how else other way to be. So I try to be real with my friends. I would just be straightforward and tell that person like, "Hey, can I be honest with you? I got some shit going on. I know you have some shit going on, but I ain't kind of want to don't want to hear about your shit going on <laughs> that much. <laughs> like it just be because that's that's Bro. realistic and that's real though." Bro, I, like, yeah, you, you don't have to be a dick about it. You don't have to be a dick about it, though. You Because y'all are friends. Like I'm saying, it depends on... For me, like, she said it's been going on for a long time. It really has to depend on what the hell this person is complaining about. Because this right. person could really be going through some shit. But here's, here's what I'm taking it, bro. I think she's, like, taking it the wrong way. Like, she's complaining, bro. Like, I, I feel like her mom not taking her to Dave and Buster's. I feel like that can just be like oh damn you know i'm upset because she didn't do there she won't do this you know what i'm saying like not really complaining just kind of mentioning it i feel like i don't know though i feel i wish i had more context bro I, I, yeah I, I i don't know because these these people could easily be 15 because they said yeah they busters so this is cause be easily children like and complaining about nothing already um so it's like already i don't know <laughs> But I'm going to be honest with you, the best thing to do in terms of advice to you in terms of how to talk to this person is just being honest with them about how you feel. You not saying shit and waiting for that moment until you blow the fuck up at them and they be confused at why you mad at them all of a sudden about them telling them you complaining this shit. Don't wait on that fucking moment because that's not going to be good for anybody. Just be honest with that person now. Tell them how you feeling. Tell them like, hey, just give me a break. Give me a little minute. Get my shit under control if you if that's honestly how you feel because I don't think there's nothing wrong for asking for that. But also, like I said, don't don't be a dick about it if this person's actually going through something because that could be a thing. Yeah, I so for me, I, I definitely understand this person, cat guy, because I am somebody that really likes to protect my energy. Uh, and I'm a big optimist. Like I like to see like the bright side of shit. Like uh, even if I'm going through. Shit, <clears throat> really say anything i don't complain to people much i just like okay we gotta keep pushing um and so for me like i'm definitely there for my friends like if, if something is like going wrong i might crack a joke or two when we're wrong to try to lighten the mood a little bit but i'm usually always there like if we need to have a serious talk about shit um but at the same time like i can take that shit and dose it like i don't every time i talk to you like if you join a discord call i'm not trying to hear i was like hey bro hey bro how's your day and it was it was fucked up bro Every single day. If I got to hear that shit every single day, hear you complain every single day, that's when I'm going to have, like, a, a problem with it. 
Um, and so for me, I personally would probably just distance myself, but I know that's easier said than done for somebody that I'm assuming is your age, which I'm assuming y'all are like in high school. Um, and so my best advice would be to like, just like Justin said, just be honest, be upfront and say that, Hey, like, you know, you, cause she might not know that, you know, not, not, don't tell her that it's annoying you, but tell her that it's, it's affecting your emotions too. Um, and something that none of us have really said to you that I think is also important is, if she feels like she has to have an outlet for this stuff on a regular basis, encourage her to go talk to somebody like a professional. Um, I think that's yeah. really, really super important. Uh, and I think that if, her, if she tells her parents, hey, like I'm having, you know, these thoughts and I think I need to go talk to somebody and see somebody about it, then more than likely they're going to be willing to, to hear her out and take her to see somebody and talk to somebody like you need. Um, so I, that's what I would do. Um, and then at that point, if it doesn't work, and it's like weighing on your mental, you know, with her complaining all the time and stuff like that. And I promise you, if you're in high school, you will find other friends. It's going to be okay. Yeah, and that's uh, that was good advice. That's one thing I didn't give in mind was advice for the girl as well. I like to go seek help too if her complaining is like an actual thing. Because motherfucker could be complaining to you so much because, like I said, something could actually be going through something. So I try not to let that shit. I try not to say that I'm annoyed by it because a motherfucker could actually be having a shitty day every day. <clears throat> and the only way of letting people know is by saying it to their boys or by, by tweeting it out or some shit or, you know, or by making jokes about it or some shit. Because I know a lot of dudes that do that, too. Like, that could be the outlet of it. And I try not to get annoyed by that. Uh, but the best thing, like, I said, Sergio did, you know, tell that person to see actual help and, like, professional help. Because there's a lot of people that actually get paid that are taught that going to school to sit there and listen to people's problems and help them with them. That's the actually profession uh, that we have. So, like, definitely utilize that uh, for real. All right. Anything else, Rick? Nah. All right. Next one. Um, we have uh, Suspicious Setting 92. Um, this one uh, is entitled The Girl I Like is Part of a Very Controlling Church. I want to be with her, but I would have to join. Um, hey, I'm not. The story goes a girl that I, 20 year old male, really like, and she likes it too. She's part of a very controlling church. She can only be with someone involved with it. has some really odd beliefs, um, such as not believing in modern medicine. If I join, I won't be allowed to see my family, at least from the way she described it. I'm considering it because I really like her, but also I'm a very short guy. I'm five, five and I know my dating prospects <laughs> are down to only two to three percent of women. Man, brother, she still likes me despite me being short. Alright, on the whole thing and don't know what to do. I could use some. This help. brother is All right, brother. starving. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> bro, bro, look, I'm just saying, bro, like. Like I'm a I'm a hardcore simp, bro. But if you debate joining a church, hello, and taking up a whole a whole new belief, uh, hold on. First of all, that why he said he could see his family. This is a cult. This is not a church. <laughs> this is not. We're gonna be we're gonna be seeing your ass on a new map of uh <laughs> on Devour. You gonna be on a new map of Devour? Not join that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no, ain't no pussy in the world worth that type of time. Do not do Cole. that shit. Oh Cole my god! Ninety two. 
Bro, that you almost <laughs> became a meme. I hope he looked at these fucking advice threads. You almost oh became God. a meme. Do not do that shit, bro. That's so serious. See, you know what? It makes me kind of mad too, because that's some, this nigga ain't got nobody in his life giving him the game. Because and though, if somebody would spit game to this nigga, he would not be thinking this is a smart move. Um, you can't like this girl that much. I promise you can't. Um, you're 20 years okay. old. Like you said, you're 5'5", five, five, brother. I promise you, there's a lot of girls under 5'5". Five, five. Yes. I know 5'5", five, five, it's short. There's a lot of girls under 5'5". Five, five. There's also a lot of girls over 5'5 five, five that don't give a fuck about you being 5'5". Five, five. You just have to find them, though. I want to know where he got these 2-3% to 3% of women. <laughs> that shit crazy as hell. But no, I promise it's not you, like that, bro. I promise. Do not call it. That might say he can't see his family the way she describes it. Yeah. That shit is a cult. Yeah. Please do not join that <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> Yo, they gonna take this nigga kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna be the sixth nigga she done brought to this meeting. Do oh, not God. join that shit, bro. Yeah. Hell no. Where did he find this girl? Wait, clicked on some random ad off a of Pornhub. Do not. Yeah, bro. Do not do this shit. Oh, hell no, bro. Hell, that's funny as fuck. Yeah, that is my best advice to you, bro. Simple. No. Do hell, something bro. else. <laughs> <laughs> no, hell no. Hey, bro, I, download Tinder, bro. Like, do something. I'd rather you take your ass down on Las Vegas Strip, Houston Street, wherever, go get it. Do not go get it like that. It ain't worth it. Yeah. You're not going to come out the same, bro. I'm telling you right now, that's just a cult. <laughs> just because of a church. That is a cult, bro. That doesn't sound ideal, my guy. I'm going to keep it 100% honest with you. Uh, but a more, like, serious tone, I think that. Um, there should be compromises. What is she compromising, you know, for you, um, you know, versus you literally picking up a new freaking religion? Um, yeah. So like, why is the conversation? Um, why is the conversation? Okay, you know, I have to join the church versus okay, I can leave this church to be with you, right? Yep. Um, and so I think that obviously, if I had to guess. Uh, I would assume that it's probably a family thing. A family would disown her or something if she wasn't a part of the church. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, she said in the comments. Okay, yeah. he said in the comments. That, that, yeah. That's what I assume. So you know, in in that case, it's just I'm sorry, but it just sometimes just don't work out. I mean, if if you're listen, if you are willing to join this and change your whole religion for this woman, by all means, bro, go do your thing, G. Me personally, ain't no way in the hell. I am a 20 year old male. Um, that's like prime, like dating time. Like you're still in college. Yeah. Like you, you bro, dude. Prime. He ain't even in his prime. He's yeah. before then. Like, dude, bro. Dude, you are a yeah. college age male. <sighs> Don't do that shit, bro. First, brother, that is a cult. Again, <laughs> the way you described this, somebody said he's they stuck, are not. He's stuck on this he, cult thing, bro. Somebody <laughs> said he said they don't believe in modern medicine. What medicine? Hello. You gonna go in there? You gonna see a hexagon on the floor? Hold up, brother. Uh, and he said, "Can't see his family." Look, no, but I kind of like on a serious tone. I kind of went through this um, a couple times actually. But my first time with uh, my first girlfriend ever, um, and like high school, her family. She was a uh, what's some shit called Jehovah Witness. She was Jehovah Witness, um, and they were like strict. Her family was like, oh super God. strict, bro. Um, I got. Speaking of like church and shit, I got some yeah. shit I want to show y'all. Uh, y'all can keep talking. I'm gonna pull it up. Well, uh, it was super strict and shit. And like like Sergio said, sometimes there are compromises. 
I don't think you should just be the one giving up everything to me. I feel like your religion is something. But, like, I can't speak that. You know what I mean? I can't speak on that for everybody. He might don't care about his religion as much as me or Sergio would or Ricky would. But um, I just don't think joining a church is worth no ass or no girl. Um, especially you being 20 years old, bro. I'm, I promise you, you're going to get it soon. I promise. What's up? What's this church thing? Anyway, yeah, yeah. All right. So one of my friends posted this shit uh, on Twitter earlier, bro. So apparently uh, there was this this church going around uh, posting this flyer on people's cars, right? Um, and I just I just want you to take a look at that shit, bro, because this shit is mind blowing to me. God's covenant people exposes satanic commandments, and <laughs> like the. Let's just say, number 12, queer sex. 13, race mis- race mixing and misgenderations. Like, this shit is yeah. crazy. Like, how do you have the balls to just go put this on people's windows? Uh, bro, that shit you said. Bro, no, that was... Hold up. No, no. I mean, it's not like he ain't been on... That's a lot of universities. Like, no, like yeah. bro, that was like a every Tuesday, Wednesday yeah, for us, walking yeah. past in a yeah. circle. <laughs> Motherfuckers would be yelling at all the women, you whore, you prostitute, you're going to what hell. and fuck? Motherfuckers, motherfuckers would sit around, students would gather around them because you couldn't hit their ass. Police would be around them and shit. Uh, but kids would be gathered around arguing with the ass. That shit, they would be there like every week. Every, yeah, dead ass every week. That shit happened on the college campus. This uh, shit is mind blowing. Yeah, that shit yeah. Is normality. I know what I would. I bet it's a name for those type of like little churches because they call themselves churches and so they'd be like from churches or whatever. They have their own. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. They used to do that shit. Like I, I remember I used to put those ass on Snapchat like all the time because they used to be in a circle. They used to be in a circle. Everybody's way of like warning. Yo. Yep. Warning everybody, don't go to the circle today. They out. <laughs> they out tonight. <laughs> yeah, you ain't feel like hearing niggas yell, and they might jump in your face, especially if you're a girl. If you had like some short skirt on or a tight t shirt, they, they call you a hoe in a minute. Yeah, that shit was crazy. That's the same group. All right, man. Um, I think we gave this person advice, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, bro. We gave you advice. Um, all right. OGG, one gotta go. Let's get it. All right, we got three of uh, these joints. Um, and so the first one is the best candies. So, uh, you know, usually, you know, in a pack of, of like candy, you have the one that everybody likes the most, right? In terms of like, yeah. Starburst. So, um, so uh, the first one, uh, OGG best candies. Uh, so, as usual, I'm gonna read them out. Give y'all about three seconds to pick, and then we're gonna uh, say it out loud at the same time. Um, all right. All right. Uh, Pink Starburst, Green Skittle, Blue Jolly Rancher, Blue Slash Red uh, Trolley, the gummy one. Now, let me ask you a question. You got Skittle. Uh, is, does that count for sour Skittle as well, or do you just mean the regular sour green Skittle? Sour Skittle. Oh, oh okay. That's right. tough. Three, two, one. Green Skittle. Pink Starburst. What? Yeah, pink starburst gotta go. Bro, see, I just I just don't fuck with Skittles that much, bro. I don't they fuck with Skittles either. But the bro. sour Skittles, alone, when he said they bro, the sour Skittles, bro, oh, yeah, bro, the sour Skittles is kicking the, my ass, bro. bro. The they do. The but, on this list, 
What the uh, hell? My, my jog. Nah, that's not the lock for me. Nah, but that Blue Jolly Rancher lock. Okay, I'll give you that. I, the Blue Jolly Rancher, I'll accept. I'll Blue accept. Jolly Rancher is what was my lock. The Green Skittle, uh, I might have to keep. Uh, I, I fuck with the Blue and Red Trolleys, too. Uh, yeah, that, that was number two for me. So I'm gonna have to get rid of pink starburst. Oh, if it was orange up there, I would have kept the orange on that motherfucker. I like the orange starburst more. Than I like yeah, the pink I, fuck, one. I fuck with I fuck with the orange one too. Hell no, I, I, I got I got my I got uh, I got the pink, the red, uh, the orange, and then the yellow. I think it's now nah, either way, bro. Like no matter what starburst it is for me though, like it's just it's it's going. I don't really fuck with Star. Or not Star. What? I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. Skittles. Uh, Skittles. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Skittles. Uh, it was a tough pick for me. It, it really was a toss up. That's why I asked him about the sour. I don't like. You would have just said regular Skittles. I don't. I don't like. I don't like bro, them either. I'm telling you, them hoes be kicking my ass, yeah, bro. Yeah. I don't like them either. But they, they're like a thing I get every whenever I'm feeling like a kid again type shit I'm like man let me get a pack of these bitches yeah. I bust them whole I, I get that that green one be so fucking good yeah, yeah like Ricky said they be kicking my my mouth is watering thinking about these bitches now I'm like filling oh. up <laughs> trying to prepare to eat them hoes I don't want none though at all trust I'm just thinking uh, about my fucking reaction eating them motherfuckers like ugh yeah yeah like ugh shivering yeah. <laughs> alright um Next one, OGG horror protagonist. So horror movie, you know, main characters or killers. Yeah, uh, yeah, get on with okay. it. So we have Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw, uh, Freddy Krueger, uh, Pennywise the Clown, and Michael Myers. Three, two, one. Pennywise. Freddy. Freddy. You get rid of Freddy? I gotta get rid of Freddy. Why? I- well, like, okay, so, uh, oh, okay, do we mean just in terms of best character or, like, what we're saying I, I the say, strongest I would say, niggas? Oh, not strongest, but I will say best. Oh. I would say best. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Uh, oh, I'm getting, yeah, I, I get really Leatherface then. Oh, hell Leatherface no. for sure. Leatherface had me terrified, bro. I'm off. I'm gonna get rid of, he, he was scary looking, but Leather, it wasn't bro, a lot but, to Okay, him but Leather, Leatherface is literally the reason anytime you hear a chainsaw, like, we just... Automatically think of bad shit whenever that motherfucker start getting you. That's the, he's the sole. I think you're on. I think I think you're on your own on that one. You are so every, Ricky. When you hear a chainsaw jerk up, you mean to tell me you don't think about somebody coming and cutting you up with that shit? No. Well, See, I missed that. I, I, I missed. I didn't watch it when it first. Well, when I was younger, and when it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't watch it until like I had to go back afterwards. Yeah, same. So. So it hit differently for me. Um, so for me, it's just like not a lot to him. Um, I don't even know. And I don't know who would be my lock. Michael Myers is my lock, bro. That motherfucker. Yeah, Mike Myers my Michael lock Myers sure. is the most calm <laughs> motherfucker that will kill you. I saw, a motherfucker, I saw a motherfucker tweet about that nigga yesterday. Have he died? It was like, how does Michael Myers always know a nigga's ass? Yes. Like, bro, <laughs> yeah. I run this dude, bro. He, somebody, said, somebody said that nigga bass made like the Iron Man mask. <laughs> I was dying, bro. bro. He cannot outrun this dude. He always knows where you are. He just magically be showing up places, bro. Like, and this nigga is always walking. This nigga yeah, does not bro. be. It's like that should have make me so mad running from this nigga, bro. I, I genuinely was frustrated. Freddy Krueger, like I, anytime I think of Freddy Krueger, I just get scared because it's like you were asleep when he attacked you, so you just dead. You can't even fight. You can't defend yourself against him. I just think Freddy is the coolest out of all these niggas. Like, he had the most swag to him, to me. Like, his character was the most 
talkative to be at all these oh, yeah, sure. Definitely, well, so, no, like, Pennywise pretty talkative. Pennywise really talkative. <laughs> yeah, well, he had more. I, I think Freddie had a real good charisma to him, though. Like he had like a different type of charisma. That he was like, nigga, like I'm about to kill you, and you can't do shit about it, type shit. Like it was, you know, what I mean, it was kind of like that. So I, I kind of fuck with him a bit. Mean, he won my lock, but he's close. He's close. I got, I got rid I said, of Pennywise just because I felt like. The thing that Pennywise has that takes me out of his movies a little bit. Don't get me wrong. I fucking hate clowns. I'm terrified of the motherfucker. <sighs> but I feel like he has a lot more goofiness to him than the other, like, horror villains on this list. So, like, I, yeah. if I had to go up against, like, these people on this list, I'd probably pick Pennywise out of all of them just because he's fucking goofy. And I feel like if I dance or some shit to entertain him, he'll fucking probably let me yeah. skip through his own. I, I, all, yeah, I think out of all of them, you probably have a better chance of surviving against Pennywise yeah. out of all like, these things. You, if you dance in front of Freddy Krueger, he gonna flip you off. You dance in front of Leatherface, he gonna eat you. You dance in front of Mike Myers, he gonna stand there looking stupid and then choke the life out of you. So it's like, I... Like, <laughs> I well, when you just think... Well, like, because Pennywise deal with, like, a lot of kids... The rest of these niggas, like, they shit gonna be a lot more gruesome. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be a lot more, like, cause they don't give a fuck. I don't know, bro. <laughs> Pennywise ate that look, ate fucking Georgie, bro. He ate that motherfucker. He did, but he was talking to Georgie for a little minute. He had the little man with the boat and shit. The rest of these niggas not doing none of that. Like, they for the, <laughs> like, they for the skin your ass a lot. I'm like, it ain't none of that talking shit with none of the rest of these niggas. Like, they just finna kill you for the sake of killing. Like, I don't know. But Wait, yeah, so Ricky, I, I Ricky, definitely take my... you get rid of? Uh, Leatherface. Oh, but I ain't no more with Leatherface. Nah, bro, nah. I just... I didn't watch that shit. Like, Texture Chainsaw was yeah. my shit, bro. Especially because Texture Chainsaw was one of the ones where it was like, um... Uh, any horror movie, you give me any horror movie that says based on a true story. And so, like, when I, when I found out that that shit was based on a true story, scarred. I was scarred as fuck as a kid. Uh, that shit, yeah. that shit ruined Chainsaws for me, period. Um, all right, last one. Uh, OGG uh, movie leaders, so like um, like big leaders, usually have like some good speeches within their movies. So we have Leonidas from Three Hundred. Uh, we have uh-huh. Mufasa. Uh, we have Optimus Prime, and we have Captain America. All right, you know which one? Okay, Justin goes well, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm keep it a book, bro. I haven't seen one of these movies, so uh, I know which one you've seen. Man. Three, two, one, Mufasa. Mufasa. You, I'm you, gonna have to get rid of Mufasa. I said Mufasa. Fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah, I heard that. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no, but um, yeah. I, so, Justin, why did you say Mufasa? Well, because you put leaders like this nigga died in like two minutes. So, like, <laughs> I don't know how much you would lead exactly. That just is the exact same thing I was thinking, bro. I was like, I can't yeah. give it to Mufasa. Don't get me wrong. He was a good dad, a sword. great dad. A great dad yeah. uh, and a great leader for his kingdom. The kingdom was literally flourishing while he was like. Yeah, it was. I just did not get to witness that rank, yeah. though. So, so because I was not there, I can't give it to my nigga. Yo, when I came in there, my nigga was going in the next two scenes. Hey, Dad, get up. Lord have mercy, bro. <laughs> Jesus, Lord. Yeah, he, bro, he went outside, so I definitely got to get Not Now, hold on. Who is the best leader in this motherfucker? Uh, Leonidas. Ricky. Leonidas is the hands down the best, Ricky, the best leader on this motherfucker. I will sit in this court and watch the 300 with you, bro. Like, Justin, no spoilers for Ricky, yeah. bro, but that last scene... Ain't no, yeah. bro. That is the most yeah. leadership shit I have ever seen in my. Fu- 
I would have went out with that motherfucker like that, bro. The speech he gave at the end, bro. Uh, like, that shit is one Look, of the best. I would have went out, but it would have been after I came back from the bathroom. Well, that nigga would have convinced me to go, though. I would have been like, all right, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it, that shit is scary it's as fuck. Between him and Optimus, um, honestly, before um, Endgame, I probably would have put Captain America as my... Okay, yeah, I was about to say, bro, Captain America ain't really leading shit. No, but no, 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 no. So, Endgame in- is where he stepped up as a leader to me because when it came to, like, Civil War and stuff like that, I hated Cap. I was like, you are literally a bitch. You were just in love with Bucky. That, it pissed me off. I hated his character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he like, just cared about his friendship more yeah. than anything. And so, like, he-, he couldn't see past that and see, like, the greater good of what, like, Tony was trying to do. Um, and so, for right. me, like... Uh, like the first thing I thought about when I when, you know, when I first read these names and I was getting this together was the scene where that motherfucker was the last one standing and you see the the shot one of my favorite <laughs> shots in that movie where it's just him with the hammer and then you see Thanos and like the whole army he was ready to go to war with the motherfuckers by himself bro that's when I was like okay I this this is the cap that I, I needed to see uh, so that I think that movie alone saved Captain America for me but like like Justin said Mufasa was dope. Uh, he was a great dad. Uh, but yeah, if they would have gave us that background, they would have gave us that background with a little more of Mufasa. He probably would have been higher on this list, but because he died, like I said, real quick. <sighs> Damn. Yeah, I, I can't give it to you. I, can't, can't give it to you, G. Him, bro. I cannot uh, give it to him. But yeah, Ricky, you got to get on that three hundred, bro. I'm telling you, that What's shit, up? the end of that movie is gonna make you tear up. If I know you, you are gonna tear up watching it. <laughs> That made me. That movie made me a Gerard Butler fan. That's why I keep giving all his fucking movies a shot. Like, and them hoes be terrible. Uh, yeah, like I be giving all his hoes a shot though because of that movie. Yes, bro. He killed that fucking movie, bro. He killed that. Bro. Gerard Butler. You ever seen? Like, have you ever seen uh, London has fallen? Yeah, Olymp- London has fallen. Yeah, gamer. Olympus has fallen. Yeah. London has fallen. Damn, shit. So yeah, he, he. That's yeah. by far. I don't, I don't know if he'll ever top that role. Though. That shit. I'm bro. This shit made me want to rewatch. That. I might rewatch that movie. I'm gonna see if Charlie's yeah. here now, and I'm gonna rewatch it with his yeah. yeah, that's a fire movie. All right, man. I think that's gonna do it for tonight, bro. That was the last round of OGG. I hope you guys had uh, a good one. I enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed talking and laughing and uh, chilling, man. It feel good to be back. Uh, we're gonna be back again next week. We're gonna be back again the week after that. I hope you guys have an amazing day, a beautiful evening, and even more wonderful night. Uh, I'm out. Peace. The General Insurance presents Ordering a Sandwich with Shaq and Hall of Fame announcer Michael Buffer. I'm going to have roast beef. What do you want, Michael? Let's get ready for pastrami on rye. Turns out Michael Buffer talks like that all the time. And it turns out the General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Spicy Dijon Mustard. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the General. Some restrictions apply. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review.
please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.